<clears throat> RJ's ready. RJ, you ready yet? I think so. You didn't talk in the microphone? You need to do your stretches? I'm doing them right now. You did your vocal warm up? Oh my god. <laughs> we got a song just for Devin. Ooh. RJ, I want you to look deep into Devin's eyes right now. Are you doing it? He's I touching can't, himself. I can't do this for more than like you two seconds. Are so beautiful. <laughs> originally did that song i don't think so yeah i feel like he just does a bunch of covers yeah probably but he's got that voice that wonder your song is is that the beatles with a little help from my friend yeah yeah okay yeah joe cocker's version's better way better so much better um i was thinking about it the other day i think pink floyd is better than the beatles I mean, that's that's an opinion. That's not a fact. Um, if I say the Beatles are better than Pink Floyd, that's a factual statement. That's an opinion. <laughs> no, it's an incorrect opinion. No, that's a factual you statement. You have incorrect opinions. <laughs> no, it's a, no, you can just look at facts and be like, okay, which has the better legacy? And you're like, oh, clearly the Beatles have Pink a Floyd. better legacy. Mm. Clearly, there couldn't be a Pink Floyd without the Beatles. Uh, so, I don't know about that. I don't think they're that much influenced by the Beatles at that's, all. That's literally always the argument here, though. Mm. They came first. They did everything first, so they're the best. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it because yeah. Pink Floyd's obviously better. It's just like the when wall. I say, there would be no Jimi Hendrix without the Beatles. Okay, what Beatles album syncs up with Wizard of Oz? Tell me that. Uh, the White Album. Oh, it might. <laughs> right. That'd be a fun experiment. <laughs> or you could try a magical mystery drawer. That might be fun. I think that one that's a weird album, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a good yeah, one. I think I like that one. <laughs> I think the only album I like by the Beatles is the white album. Nah, you like other albums. Um Abbey Road might have had some cool songs. What's the while well, my guitar gently weeps, what album's that on? That's white album. That's a white album? Oh, yeah. It's a good album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried listening to one of them a while ago, and it's just it's just not for me. Well, this is a Beatles song that reminds me of you. Do you want to hear it? Okay. Okay. I'm a loser. Hey. I'm a loser. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I'm not what I appear to be. Of all the love I have won or have lost. This sounds like the monkeys. We <laughs> can't before the monkeys. They, yeah. they were before the monkeys? I don't believe it or not. 
Well, the monkeys did it better. The monkeys were patterned after the Beatles. Hey, hey, we're the Beatles. <laughs> just like to beat a little round. <laughs> we just like to beat our cocks. <laughs> That's why they're called the Beatles. Because we're always beating off. <laughs> beating off together. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, if you just think about how cool Pink Floyd songs are. I mean, Way just, cooler than the Beatles songs. You just think about how cool the Beatles are, just in general. I've just outside of music, just them as people. They do have the coolest shirts in Target. I mean, George Harrison was obsessed with Nazi memorabilia. Pretty cool. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about him. Yeah. Is he still alive? Or did he, no, he died. No, he, a guy tried to kill him, stabbed him. He survived, and then he got cancer. Damn, two of the Beatles tr- got assassinated or tried. One survived an assassination attempt. The other one, I'm sure, Paul's people have attacked him plenty of times. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's the most attackable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> is he the worst Beatle? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he totally sucks. Yeah, he definitely sucks. He's the most talented one out of the four of them too. But okay, but no, he is. But his voice. He's got a terrible voice. What are you talking about? He's got a fantastic voice. It's so bad. It's uh, the same uh, thing that you say about John Mayer. Like, John Mayer has a great voice. It's just not a... Oh, come on. Yeah, let's play, like, modern Paul McCartney. Beautiful voice. I don't think so. Beautiful voice. Oh, let me. Donovan had a better voice. I don't care about your black friends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My boy Donovan got an angelic as fuck voice. He sings in the car when we drive around. Yeah. I mean, listen to this. I've got a feeling. A feeling deep inside. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> doing black boys. Come on. This right, brother. <laughs> Tell him, Paul. mood now come on baby that was a pretty cool song <laughs> it's a great song <laughs> yeah that one was cool but like i don't on, like their like this listen to his voice in here this i don't like i don't like immediately <laughs> i'm fixing a hole when the rain gets in and stops my mind from wandering where it how often does Devin mm. fix things to keep his mind from wandering? Mm. A lot. <laughs> Sometimes I forget to fix them. Yeah, the rain does mean. get in. <laughs> Sometimes my basement gets flooded. <laughs> I got to hook up the sump pump and get all that water out. <laughs> I get that evil out. I don't know. I just I never connected with anything they did. That Two songs ago, that one was cool. But oh, come on, baby! I can't. All their happy song. shit. They're like, uh, ooh, their early stuff, especially that early stuff. Ooh, but I'm talking so about like good. the later happy shit. What do you mean the later happy shit? And, um, you know the, when they're like 
I don't know, probably Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine's got some hits on it. Um, but I, I don't like it. Okay, that's that sucks. It's like too like the the the, the, the Yellow Submarine song is terrible. I mean, right? it's a it's it's a soundtrack for a film. <sighs> that's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it a film they made? <laughs> yeah. Because they're That's experimenting. Just a music they're video. Like, We've done it all at this point. It's like 1967. And they're like, let's make another We've been a band movie. for three years. We've made. We've done it all. We've, they've been a band for seven years at that point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're essentially just like, we've made movies. We've done some songs for. Let's just make a whole score for it. Whole thing. It's I animated. It's, cool. it's cool. I think they were manufactured by I mean, the Jewish to music his label BMI. voice. I know this is the real This is a good song. Boom. Come on, listen to that bass, Devin. That Hoffman. Come on. Singing and playing at the same time. I know. I've got another song for Devin. This song reminds me of Devin, too. Why don't we do it on the road? In case you missed that, it was me and Mr. Mustard sleeps in the park, shaves in the dark, trying to save paper. Sleeps oh. in the road. I, I totally understand, actually. <laughs> Such a mean old Okay, but now play Sergeant Baker by Primus. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see that Primus is better than the Beatles. Sure, yeah. I mean, have you heard Sergeant Baker? No, I'm never going to listen to it. <laughs> <sighs> I think you'd really enjoy it. I just want somebody to go to Primus's New Year's Eve show with me someday. Nobody likes Primus, though. <laughs> I mean, if this doesn't put a smile on your face, I mean, I, you're just a... Just a mean old man, Devin. Oh, well, just I think we know that. Oh, come on, play, baby. Come on. Can't buy me love. Oh, I'm over oh, it. Can't buy me love. I'll buy you a ring, my friend. If I make you feel all right. Come on, baby. Love that. No, that's their early shit, right? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hold your hands, shit. Are just having technical issues. I want to hold. Archie, you want to just push the mute button on your? Uh, your <laughs> okay, that would be Put a cool song. In my ass. <laughs> that would be a better song. <laughs> be a much better song. Oh yeah, you talk about Pink Floyd, right? Uh huh. Okay, listen to this. Okay. not even in a weird time signature. Did they even do shit in a weird time signature? 
that? No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got them there. That's one point Pink Floyd. <laughs> what about you, RJ? You're liking what you're hearing right now? It's good. RJ's yeah. seen them live, so yeah, he's biased. Live. Who? The Beatles. The Beatles. Uh, the, one of the cover bands. See Rain? Yeah, so Rain and Tahoe. Yeah, Rain's pretty yeah. cool. It was it was a good show. Yeah. Are um, you a Beatles fan though? They're all right. Hmm. They're great. Um Are they better than Spider Man? Like Spider Man as a character? Mm. Yes. I just segued into Devin's conversation. Well, thank you for reminding me that I have a lot to say about yeah, Spider Man. He was planning this. Devin's <laughs> more of a Spider Ham, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. The web pig. shooter. You know. <laughs> I'll have you know that I <laughs> lost five pounds bit this a, week. Bit of a Peter Porker. If you know yeah. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Spreading more. his uh, venom. <laughs> Creating carnage. Shooting links out of his, <laughs> his asshole or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's more anatomically correct to a spider. <laughs> Would be cooler. <laughs> no, I was I was playing this new Spider Man game. Uh-huh. Um, what was my what was my first question, RJ? What were we talking about? <laughs> I, you asked me about the Venom stuff. Oh yeah, I was trying and to figure Harry. out. So they're doing a whole other storyline that I'm not familiar with. Explain um, to me. Okay, what's the storyline? So we got Peter Parker and Miles Morales living in New York City together. Universes colliding. Okay. Okay. Uh, Harry is Peter Parker's friend, not Harry Belafonte. James Franco, yeah, okay. And they, okay, he doesn't look like James Franco. (laughs) That pisses me off. He doesn't look like Tobey Maguire. (laughs) He didn't look like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or uh, Tom Holland. Okay. He's just like, the uh, Osborne, Mm -hmm. the dad, doesn't look like the guy from Boogie Nights anymore. He doesn't look like Willem Dafoe? No. Um, I wish sorry, not Osborne. Uh, Octavius. Ooh, Otto Octavius, huh? Yeah. He was yeah. the dude from Boogie Nights whose name I forgot. Mm-hmm. Whose only good movie was Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. But he just died recently. No. Um, he's not in it for too much at all. I think he's only in it for like a flashback. So Octavius is dead or arrested. Mm-hmm. And then Osborne has not been the Green Goblin yet. But... Mm-hmm. Harry has some sort of powers. He has like he's got like black shit coming out of him, mm-hmm. like the symbiote. Kind of, I okay. think they're like black tentacles that he can't really control yet. Mm, sounds like symbiote stuff, but they're Is he friends. sensitive to sound. Um, I haven't followed him too much yet, or okay. asked his opinion on that. Okay, <laughs> but they are still friends. And then Harry just found out that. Um, that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and they're all cool with it. Now they're fighting together. Who is Harry? Is he Venom? I mean, he, so Venom is a symbiote. Okay, so he so, could be anybody. Yeah, it okay. has its it has its own entity. Okay, so and there's a one arm. On the person is depending on how it communicates with it, and he like, just takes it on as a host. Like there's okay. a whole uh, there, there's different symbiotes, right? Like you've got multiple ones from a planet, which is why you okay. get like Carnage and you get the yellow bullshit one, and then there's other ones. Okay. But it also depends on the person how they work with it. Like there's a whole uh, there's a character named Anti Venom, which is what uh, Venom becomes as uh, Eddie Brock. 
Eddie Bravo? Yep, Eddie Bravo. Johnny cool. Bravo. Look out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, man. I'm Venom, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, is he... Okay, so a one-armed... <laughs> <laughs> Look out, man. Shoot whips, man. Uh, he... Uh, he was turned into this thing by a one-armed doctor, Dr. O'Connor or something, or Dr. Connors. Yes, who becomes? I don't know. I lizard. thought they just put him in there because no, he, he becomes was... the lizard. Oh, he's a lizard guy. Yeah, okay. he's, he's trying to figure yeah. out how to regrow limbs because he lost his arm, and that's how he turns into the lizard. I get it. I thought they just put him in there to be politically correct, nope. and they put like an amputee in there. That's what the because, media has done to you, Dad. No, no, no. <laughs> this okay. This game goes out of its way to be politically correct. It's it's so funny. Like oh, it's New York. Okay, so yeah, I guess maybe it's like a everyone more, is represented in New York, yeah, except for me, the white man. Do they have Jews tunneling in the game? <laughs> Not yet, but that might be a side mission that I have to figure out. There are cultists, so maybe... Yeah. He's only been up on, in the buildings. He hasn't been down there. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't do too good underground. He can shoot his webs <laughs> in the child trafficking tunnels. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's so politically correct. Like, uh, So you have these missions where it's like side missions where you got to like uh, fight off these people and then somebody's injured, so you have to swing them to an ambulance. Right. Like, save the citizen as you would they they don't say anything when you drop them off maybe at most they'll be like thanks spider-man but there's one guy that said hey spider-man before you leave i gotta let you know my boyfriend's your biggest fan (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) just in a new york accent it's just like a construction dude (laughs) hey spider-man i'm a queer i just gotta let you know (laughs) spider-man i get fucked in my ass i am a power bottom (laughs) and the dude that fucks me really likes you (laughs) i heard you're bi (laughs) yeah (laughs) maybe you and mj come over we have some fun But yeah, that happened, and then uh, the love interest of Miles Morales is a deaf black girl. Um, yeah, there's a ton of like Asian su- <laughs> super. There's so many a ton of Asians <laughs> everywhere. They're fucking in the way all the time. They're standing there with their hands behind their back, staring at me doing Spider Man shit. I think it's Mister Zero. I think that's his. That Mister Negative. Mister Negative. Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's an Asian. I don't man. know. I don't know what his deal is. Then there's, uh, what's the bitch's name? Wraith. Oh, yeah, Wraith. Wraith yeah. is an Asian lady. Mm-hmm. Works for um, Raytheon. And what's uh, Spider-Man's ex-girlfriend, who's a superhero now? Black Cat. Oh, yes. So she's a lesbian now. As cats are, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> the cat lady. It does make sense, actually. Yeah. But yeah, they just they just threw in a bunch of politically correct stuff, and I don't feel represented, so I only play as Peter Parker in the whitest suit that I found, and I refuse to play as Miles Morales unless I have to. You don't? There's no gingers in the game? Not one. Hmm. And if they do, you know they're going to just throw them in as like the nerdy character or a bully. You know what's one of my favorite ginger superheroes? Hmm. RJ, can you Google for Devin and show him a picture of a character named Guy Gardner? <laughs> he doesn't do anything, does he? He's useless. No, he's a Green Lantern, actually. Oh, he is? Yeah. Is he? Yep. 
So you can make that shit with all your... Oh. You make, he's holding a baseball bat on his... The photo I found. Okay. He's got his iconic bowl cut. Oh, yes, he hey, does. Hey, I used to have that. Look at him. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like Devin. <laughs> I might bring that back. I got enough hair to do it. <laughs> I'm going to tease my hair, though. Get some bangs going. This is one of my favorite ginger superheroes. See, I mean, how many ginger superheroes are there? He's with the ladies. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guy. I'm going to start wearing a Green Lantern shirt now. <laughs> I feel I finally feel represented. Is this what it feels like? When they got Miles Morales, is this how like half Puerto Rican, half black people felt? That's how I feel. That's what I am. You feel represented? Yeah, I'm half Puerto Rican, half black. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can't see me right now. I'm half black. I mean, another... I mean, uh, one of the most famous redhead superheroes is Daredevil, which I'm sure you're very familiar what? with. Matt Murdock's red hair, but he wasn't in the show. Uh, was they, he? He no. He they did like a little bit of rent into his hair, but in the traditionally, he's a ginger. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I know you're I'm feeling sc- a little bit Scar Joe fan with Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, is she, is she actually a ginger though? Because she it looks Black, like a die job. Black Widow, yeah. Yeah. No. She's like a natural redhead, like real. I mean, I've seen her pussy. Okay. <laughs> it look good. <laughs> yeah, oh, it look good. Yeah. I mean, you've got your Oh, Scarjo did have some uh, uh some iCloud leaks, didn't she? I don't think so. I think she was one of them. It's I would have the alert set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have seen this and beat off to it by now. <laughs> Yeah, one of my favorite Batman characters is Batwoman. She has red hair. And especially, she's also a lesbian. She's a Jewish lesbian, too. You. <laughs> With red hair? That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> How many red-haired Jews are there? Besides, like, South Park. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Kyle's a red-haired Jew. Yeah. Isn't he? Oh, yeah. Somebody has red hair. Yeah, yeah. He's a Jewish ginger. I don't know if those actually exist. I mean, Jimmy Olsen is one of the oldest ones. He's not really a superhero, though. He's just a photographer. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Is he in Spider-Man? No, he's in Superman. He Superman. works with Lois. Okay. All right, I'm feeling a little bit more represented, but I just wish, wish they would you know, give me like a real superhero. I mean, you've got Daredevil. Yeah, but they didn't, you know. You got a blind like, guy. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> Well, he's already disabled because he has red hair, so might as well take away his eyes. Yeah. Are there any ginger X-Men? Uh, Mystique. Mm, Isn't so. Jean Grey? Ooh, no, she's, she's a, a Ro- brunette, Rogue? She? No, she's a brunette. There's a lady that has red hair. Mystique. No. Phoenix? I mean, they do no. red tint when she becomes Phoenix. That could be Devin. Wait, Jean Grey becomes Phoenix? Yeah. The whole Phoenix saga. Oh, yeah. I saw one of those X-Men guys. God, I'm such... Yeah. You know what's funny? (laughs) Devin's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, I don't know. I was like, this sounds like a Mike question. He's like, what happens if Mike's on it? I was like, Mike knows. (laughs) Mike Mike probably doesn't like Trust me, I know. Okay. (laughs) Should have known. Yeah. Yeah, you might like this Spider-Man game. It seems like it has a lot of... uh, a lot of other characters that I'm not aware of. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying my hardest not to like it, but it is 
still enjoyable. The one thing that's super gay about it is you can't skip cutscenes, so you got to listen to the whole thing. Cool. And uh, there's a bunch of like dumb bullshit activities you have to do. Like you have to go on a bike ride with Harry, and then like sneak around this school. And then there's one part where you got to go to Coney Island and like do a certain amount of activities, like the fucking thing where you knock the cans over just county yeah, fair I'm, shit i'm good i don't yeah i don't do that it takes so long yeah i, I like stop play, doing this i just want to play a gta spider-man that's yes just give me that yeah. game yeah no. yeah and when you're like in gta mode there's only like a few like side missions that pop up like there needs to be more shit i need to be able to beat up civilians yeah <laughs> like, that would really make it so much better yeah but well, it's you- cool it's almost like a scale version of new york city yeah, there's a there's a cool uh, run in the comics where uh, what's it called? It might be in Superior Spider-Man, uh, but anyways, uh, Doc Ock he is able to pretend to be Spider-Man for a period of time. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. What does he do? Just like rapes a bunch of ladies. Yeah. Like I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. My favorite iteration of uh, Green Goblin. Is from the original Ultimate Spider-Man run, and he becomes like a giant dragon goblin. He's cool. not just a, a crazy man on a glider. <laughs> he see like breathe fire and shit. Cool, <laughs> yeah. much cooler. Yep, much cooler. <laughs> I only had a Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. Those are the only comics I read. Oh, yeah. Every like comic that I had growing up was like the the knockoff version, like. Uh, if there was an, a Wolverine or X-Men comic that I had, it was, like, not the standard version. It was just some weird, like, alternate universe one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Except for Spawn. I did have a few just normal Spawn comics, which were pretty sick. Did you ever watch the Spawn TV show? I don't think so. I tried watching the movie again recently. Uh, it's so bad. It's only good because John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. It's fun to watch, but it's, like, so bad. And I thought it was cool when I was a kid. Yeah. It's terrible. No, the cartoon show was really good. Other than the Todd McFarlane, like, intros and outros that he would do, where he was just, like, sitting, like, on a stool being, like, it's very serious, and I make comics, and they're very yeah. gritty, and this one's about a black guy. Yeah, black guy <laughs> and a clown, Mexican clown. Who's Ooh, called scary. the violator because Mexicans <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Spawn was cool. Um, I really only liked the X-Men as a kid. I always thought, I was kind of like you felt blown like away. Out, like an outcast? Yeah, exactly. Society. Yeah, just, you know, a rebel. Nobody understood me. No. But what, yeah, I was what, kind of blown what, away when the Marvel movies like took off. What would have been your mutant power? Uh, in, I'm going to say invisibility would be pretty cool. So you could rape people? Mm, not rape. Bacon in the invisible man. I was thinking Hollow Man. <laughs> or Hollow Man. I was thinking of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Cyclops had cool shit, but like Wolverine is. He always has to wear glasses. Yeah, but he's got laser eyes. <laughs> so. I mean, I already have to always wear glasses. <laughs> We're not wearing cool glasses now. Yeah, so. and you'd be fucking dead right now, so that'd be cool with me. 
Imagine I'm Cyclops. I'm just trying to not look at you. There's just lasers going all the way around the room. Yeah, Darkseid, his laser eyes are way cooler because they, they, they follow you. I don't know Darkseid. Darkseid is. Is he a bad guy? He's a bad guy. He's like the, of course. one of the biggest bad guys in DC. Besides the guy from Legion, whose name I forgot. That's in Marvel. Continue. Unless you're talking see? about Legion of Superheroes. You're talking yeah, about Legion of Superheroes? Yep. With yeah, swamp? of course. With the big yeah. head in the swamp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. You had it in the swamp. <laughs> Dagobah. That's called Dagobah. <laughs> so yeah. you go laser eyes or invisibility, huh? I'm, no, I'm, I'm pretty thinking, cool, huh? <laughs> no, I'm th- I, like, I like Wolverine's stuff because he can just like... He's healing. a real tortured soul. Yeah, he- healing, healing is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, who else was there? I was a big fan of Colossus when I had all those Ooh, training cards. Big Russian, yeah. Ah. Just smash shit. He's pretty cool. Yeah, his sister is way cooler. Who's his sister? Scarlet Witch. Ilyana Rasputin. She's mm-hmm. her. She's called Magic with a K. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, I had her training card too. Yeah. Oh. I might still have those. Silver Surfer was that one of them? Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Yep, Quicksilver. Qu- Quicksilver was cool. Nightcrawler. I don't know what he did. Teleportation. Teleportation's pretty neat. <laughs> I like Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler. <laughs> I like <cool>. Nightcrawler. <laughs> I like the worm guy. <laughs> He's cool. Uh, yeah, Mystique's son. Mm, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's Mystique's son? Yeah. That and Mystique a- is Halle Berry. Yep. That was a plot point. And X Men Evolution, maybe the TV show, and then they introduced, then they brought it into the comics. I think later, but yeah, who's you the, know, just who's uh, the blue bitch? That's Mystique. Oh, so she turned from Rebecca Romaine Stamos to mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Okay, well, Halle Berry's Storm. Storm. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a, and that's a different lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Batman in all of this? Well, that's Gotham. DC. What, he's in Washington? DC? Yeah, Washington, DC. Yep. Is he trying to defend the White House right now from the protesters? Uh, he would be doing the opposite, I think. I think mm-hmm. he would be Ooh. standing on the roof and looking down in the shadows. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, that is interesting. Where would Batman be on January 6th? Uh, he doesn't care because... He's not. He's not really. Unless he, unless the Justice League pulls him into bigger things, he's just focused on his family in Gotham, baby. Okay, but let me tell you, Donald Trump is a real Joker type. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe I mean, January six was started by the Joker. I mean, if Lex Luthor was behind it, maybe he might get involved. But Superman's got it. There's yeah. there's, there's bigger cats on Earth than Batman, my friend. Mm. But do you think that he would be there at the rally, like as Bruce Wayne? And he's a uh, titan of industry. Maybe undercover. Maybe pretending yeah. to be a protester. He's deep yeah. undercover. Do you think he would have shot everything? Ashley Babbitt? Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to stir some shit up. No. Batman. Yeah, now where would Batman be in Washington, D.C. right now? Would he be helping the protesters? Or would he... Because he... He doesn't care. Does, like, He's just worried about crime on his streets, Devin. Okay, what don't so, you understand about Batman? Uh, 
<laughs> Did he ever leave Arkham? Or you, Gotham? Gotham? Uh, yeah. Occasionally, when the, again, when the Justice League brings him into like bigger things, yeah. But he mostly just stays in Gotham. <laughs> He's just a dude, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. He doesn't have superpowers. He's not Aquaman, who's like, I have superpowers, and I'm the king of all the oceans. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of funny to think that Batman still has to take shits. Uh, like, yeah. he's just a normal guy. Like, I assume all the other superheroes probably just don't have to take shits. Why? Because they got superpowers. So, like, it's all, they're, they're all magic, you know? Mm-hmm. Batman's not magic. He's just a guy. It's probably built into a suit, though. He can still stub his toe. That's what know? Alfred's for. To wipe his ass? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have duty to Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have an accent? I, uh, <laughs> Alfred? <laughs> No, Batman. Oh. Well, I've made a duty, Alfred. <laughs> it's the size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, Master Wayne. Master, would you like me to get the super soaker to blast the shit off your ass? Yeah. Alfred's cool, though. He's a part of, he's basically like a 007 agent before he started working with the Waynes. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, didn't they do that in the last uh, Batman thing? The. The Christopher Nolan ones that kind of like alluded to that. Mm, I don't think so, but maybe I don't know. That was I think it was the last one where they like he sees Batman in public. That's at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Batman fan either. Did you know the Batman number two is coming out October third, twenty twenty five? Jesus, why do they announce it shit so far in advance? It's not that. They're not announcing it. It's they have to take spots. So all the movie studios, they have to claim spots for release dates. Yeah. And if they don't, they lose it to another studio. So they'll they'll claim a spot and then they'll shuffle around to be like, okay, what movie might be good for this spot? And then they'll place yeah. it in there. Yeah. It's all the damn Jews in I Hollywood. Think this year, summertime is a good spot for the Batman 2 to come out. I think so too. Just saying. Also GTA 6. Well, I think uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's still greenlit. I think that's still happening this year. The there's a Penguin TV show. Oh yeah, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I looks good. Yeah. Supposed to come out this year. I'm down for that. I and then Dune is it. supposed to come out in March, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to see okay. that. And then there's the Dune TV show that's supposed to come out. This yeah, year too. it's focusing focusing on like the Bene Gesserit. Yeah, the witches. Yeah, witches. That's kind of cool. Okay. I'll try it out. Yeah, I started watching Deadwood again. And I was like, God damn it. They don't make fucking TV shows like this anymore. It's so goddamn <sighs> frustrating. I've heard that show is awesome. It's so Never goddamn it. good. I've only seen, they have three seasons. I've seen the first two and I haven't seen the movie. So finish really did three seasons. Yeah, because it's so, it's so heavy and in depth. They don't need huh. more because uh. the dude, you'd like the guy who made it and wrote everything. Because there's just one dude who writes all of the dialogue. And when you watch it, you're just like, Jesus Christ, there's so much happening in the dialogue. Like, you have to, like, really pay attention to what's going on. Hmm. And it's, God, they, like, they had to build this whole town that's, like, fully functional. And so it's, like, it, it cost a lot to make that show. But Yeah, they so have it in, like, it. South Dakota. That's where it takes I place. Think, I don't know if the town I, was actually I think there. the town is actually there that's where they built cool. it. Yeah, I've heard that people, like, you can go visit the actual town. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. I'd go there. Uh, you know what? I I tried watching that show a while ago, but I um, I 
forgot the name of it, and I started watching Torchwood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's more up your alley. <laughs> yeah, and I started watching. I was like, yeah, they're right. This show's fucking sick. <laughs> but uh, totally, totally the wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the I think it's the second. Uh, I don't. Know. Anyways, you should watch it because you'll you'll fall in love with it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it because it's the the way it's made and the dialogue and it's so like auteur and like specific to one person's voice that you'd like it a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like a Taylor Sheridan show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> you know, funny. Like an hour ago, my mom texted me. <laughs> she texted me a link to Joe Rogan's podcast with Taylor Sheridan. She said, you need to listen to this interview. It's really interesting. It's like, oh, no. God, that guy was so cool before I fucking made Yellowstone and all the bullshit. He really shows was. He makes now. Tulsa and King. And- I still like Yellowstone, and it sucks. No, if you watch Deadwood, dude, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Yellowstone is terrible and you shouldn't like it i mean yeah i I don't know about the i heard that the one with harrison ford like 1924 or something or 1884 one of those i watched some of that like most of the first season and that was really good really okay everybody said that that one one of those is better i can't remember which one but i think the one with harrison ford uh i watched the one with uh what's his face uh sam elliott you stole my voice yeah sam elliott yeah yeah, uh, I think that was 1924. Yeah. Um, I still I still like Yellowstone, so I'm thinking I'm probably gonna love those other shows. That's because you've got girl brain sometimes. Not all the time. I know sometimes you have girl brain. Sometimes I do. Sometimes <laughs> I'm watching TV shows. <laughs> I'm on season two of Sex in the City. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Miranda's hair got a lot better. Oh, thank yeah. God. When when she eventually it's they start to put some blonde in it and it looks way better and when she's like it's just well, a little bit longer too because yeah. it's like it's buzz cut in season one I'm like you are a lesbian I know she's such a convincing straight person though she's oh, yeah she's my favorite like one of my favorite actresses on the show and it's because she's I'm just like it really thinks you I believe that you love Dick yeah. I believe it <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. Have you met Especially that one dude the, the, with the glasses, Parker or whatever? Yeah. Have you met Steve yet, though? Oh, which he one's come, he? He comes in at the second the season. The bartender? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, he's cool. I, like uh, I won't spoil it for you, but Steve's oh. in the rest of the show. Oh. But it's it's not a spoiler, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love Steve. Yeah, no, I like Steve. Steve's yeah. cool. He's cool. And. <sighs> That's what the fuck is she dating? Did you get to Aiden? No, I'm trying to think of the other guy. No, who's Aiden? Aiden is the so Carrie has big, and then Aiden's yeah. her next big one, next big love. Mm, no, who's, she's just in her hoe phase right now, dude. It is she's fucking the dude from the uh, the insurance commercials. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's a uh, he's in the. Do you remember the Thirty Rock episodes he's in? Yes. Hey, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he, so good in that Third Rock episode. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm a, I'm a social conservative, fiscally liberal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something nobody says. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, anytime I see him, I just call Saren dummy. I say, hey, dummy. <laughs> yeah, hey, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. 
Yeah, Carrie, the I had never seen the last two seasons of Sex in the City and the the ending of the sixth season is so frustrating to me. I'm like, I need a break between the movies. I need to not even see the movies yet because of how frustrating you made me in this last season with Carrie. I wanted to really? fucking shoot something. Yeah. So I've heard from multiple girls about the uh, I guess it's I don't know if it's a movie or the new season. Yeah. And these girls are fairly liberal themselves that the the new season was ruined because they tried to uh like shoehorn in a bunch of like black people and asian people and like gay people and other gay storylines and stuff. I don't which understand. I was surprised if you because watch the show that's yeah, there's not a lot of shoehorning anything in. It's I think it's mostly like the the other ethnicities that they try to like it, apparently it's very apparent because like one of my friends would not bring that up like in the know. first it wouldn't be noticeable. Miranda has this this black dude who's a whole love interest. So does Samantha. I don't yeah, that's a weird yeah. Uh fucking Lucy Lou's on the show for an episode. Um, Gross. Yeah, I don't know. There's plenty. <laughs> they call they call people fags on the show, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I might like it. Samantha, in, I don't know if other... Samantha gets in a fight with trannies in an episode, which is great. There were some drag queens in one of them. Oh, uh, she gets some trannies. Because she calls train? them trannies. Wait, really? when, yeah, she moves to like the meat packing district or something, and she has to deal with trainees. So funny, they call it the meat packing district, and that's like where all the gay guys go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the fudge packing district. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that gay dude's name on the show? Uh, Stanford. Yeah, he's, he's cool. I he's like so him. gay. <laughs> so gay. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think the actor is in real life. It's just mm. the character that he's playing is like the gayest guy in the world. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a whole episode where he's like nervous to go to this specific gay bar where you have to wear underwear and nothing else. I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And the super hot guy like hits on him. And he's like, oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was kind of surprised by some of like the storylines. Dude, wait till for you get being to in like from the year two thousand. Oh yeah, for sure. Twenty four years ago now. Yeah, it's way ahead of its time with a lot of things. Like they talk yeah. about uh, gender and gender being like a social construct and like those early seasons oh, too. Weird. Yeah. Huh. It's when yeah. uh, oh Carrie starts to hang out with a younger crowd. There's like a couple of episodes, and that's where uh, Alanis Morissette's in the episode, and they bring that up there during hmm. that episode. Do we ever get to see Carrie's bobs? Uh, no. Fuck. She was very particular about that. What about Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah, you get to see her boobies. I think yes. you get to see them twice. Yes. Check my journal. Okay. <laughs> Go on Mr. Skin, my homepage. <laughs> you see Miranda's a fair amount. You see Miranda's yeah. way more than I'd like to. So do you and know? Samantha's once. Yeah, do you know about Once? So far, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So do you know? Going to see him a lot more. Yeah. Do you know about the that actress and Sarah uh, Jessica Parker? A l- little bit that she like she wasn't. Uh, what is it? Kim Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't in the new season because she sucks. Mm, that's not true. Really? Well, that's not what I what I think, anyways. And there's people that are on Kim Cattrall's side. Well, I saw a video of Kim Cattrall. 
singing jazz. So <laughs> I'm just assuming that she sucks as a person. No way, dude. She's in big, big trouble in Little China. She'll always have a soft spot in my heart. Oh, damn. That was uh, one of the first movies I saw with boobies. She, uh, so Sarah Jessica Parker, she has like an executive producer credit on everything with the show. So mm-hmm. she has like part ownership on the show. And so she was getting paid a lot more than any of the other girls that are on the show. And which is like, okay, it's like, it's about her. I get it. It's based on the whole show is based off a book. So it's not like her original idea. Like, like, and so I'm just like, okay, yeah, I can understand. Like she's the main focus of the girl. So like, yeah, she negotiated. She, they can't do the show without her. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kip Cattrall wanted more money pretty early on in the show's run. And uh, it became a feuding battle with her asking for more money and trying to get more money for herself. And Sarah Jessica Parker basically nixing it as much as possible. Hmm. And it's really sad, too, because when you see the amount of uh, as the show goes, the Samantha as a character by the end of the show, she has my favorite uh, ending at the sixth season mark. But uh, she, the amount of nudity and crazy sex scenes that she does just gets ramped up. And <laughs> that's what their relationship started off good. And then in the second or third season, that's when they like started becoming like feuding with each other. Yeah. And so there's even like a storyline in the sixth season that uh, she, that Samantha believes that uh, uh, the writers made this storyline on purpose because they didn't, they hated her. That's awesome. Yeah. Because she, she, she's probably a bitch for sure. But like, yeah, they're also, probably all are. Yeah. They're all cunts. You know? Yeah. But yeah, she, when uh, you'll see the amount of sex scenes and what she's doing in sex scenes just goes crazy. Like <laughs> sex swings, you name it. It's all there. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny to do that to like an actress on a show. Like yeah. you're gonna get fucked for the next two seasons. Yeah, literally. I said, yeah, because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. What do we think about these Jewish tunnels? I need to talk about it. Any theories? I've heard the actual story, well, and I'm not buying it. I heard it's connected to Gringotts. Have you heard this, RJ? I have not heard this. Yeah, so Gringotts has a has a, a uh, they've got their flagship on the in the UK, right? And then they got their second one over in New mm-hmm. York, and it's connected it's to Gringotts. An underground tunnel to Gringotts through a portal. Yeah, and it connects so, to someone's specific vault that they've been siphoning from. From what I okay. understand, so you think these Jews are trying to break into Gringotts? <laughs> No, they're in cahoots with the other Jews that the run other green gods. Wait, do you mean do you mean the goblins? No, I didn't say that. Those are those are Jews. Wait, are they supposed, are they supposed to be Jewish bankers? No, is that what you meant? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I've been arguing with people on Reddit about it. Um. <laughs> I thought it was People. just to see pussy. See, that's what it seemed like at first. Yeah. But the, uh, so it, that's what came out first. It was connected to like a bathhouse, mm-hmm. a, a female bathhouse. 
And it was some sort of like Porky situation where they drilled a hole in the wall mm-hmm. and they're just jerking <laughs> off the ladies in the bath. <laughs> but the place, yeah. <laughs> but the place closed down during COVID. So then the next theory was that they were using it because Jewish people have to wash before prayer. So they were just using the bathhouse to wash up. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, dug this elaborate tunnel system to get there. But makes sense. It, so the real theory now is which some of the the younger people in this um I forgot the name of it so it's a str- a very uh, separate sect of Judaism it's almost like a a separatist it's separate from them too it's their it's their own like cult type thing it's the Hasids like, within the Hasids yeah it's the ultra orthodox Hasids ultra Hasids yeah super stinky you sure. can smell them from 2 miles away <laughs> But they uh, they had this leader that, and it's a very small sect. Apparently, that's their headquarters. Mm-hmm. Their leader, when he was dying, said to all the younger guys, "We got to make this place bigger. Like we got to expand the headquarters." Yeah. Then he died. The younger guys at this cult started digging a tunnel and just like taking over places near it. All the older guys were against it. So yeah, the older guys are like, "We own buildings. You guys know that, right?" Yeah, we can just we buy buildings, everything. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, we need to dig the tunnels. <laughs> right. But there was a guy that uh, lived like nearby it, and apparently he called into like nine one one a bunch of times, saying he hears Jews in his walls. <laughs> <laughs> Came out Sir, after this. Stop calling Jews <laughs> rats, okay? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I hear them? I could smell them in my walls. Sir, we've all seen Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> it's a great scene, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really happening. <laughs> but yeah, apparently after this, he came out and was like, I'm not so crazy now, am I? There were Jews in my walls. <laughs> but yeah, that's the whole thing that it's supposed to be is like. They're just trying to expand the headquarters. I caught them trying to nibble my foreskin off. (laughs) They never believed me. Never take my foreskin. (laughs) All these these Jews heard that 85% of the world's uncircumcised. And they said, well, let's make that 50%. (laughs) Eat my foreskin for its powers. This is the the fucking terrible, uh, what do they call paralysis demon? Just a Jew trying to <laughs> <laughs> nibble your foreskin off. Just like a mildly overweight guy with breathing problems. And two little curls. Like, <sighs> Got to chew your penis off. Just a little bit. Not the, not the whole penis. That's more terrifying. Yeah. If guys like, I just want to chew a little bit of your dick off. Oh, uh, Mort from Family Guy. He's a redhead. That doesn't count. This is another cartoon. <laughs> I need a real guy. <laughs> there must have been some someone they best based this red. How did they get? From. I mean, <laughs> is that where redheads came from? Like, right. what happened? Because it's a very rare, very rare hair color, yeah. and it had to come from somewhere, from someone, from a single person. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's like recessive trait. Like if you have two. Redhead people, they're not going to make a redhead kid, like, guaranteed. Like, it's still a very recessive trait. That's why only, like, 2% of the world is is red-haired. Again, Again, statistics statistics of redheads. I'm saying 2%. (laughs) 
two percent of the population is yeah, responsible so they don't for fifty percent of. <laughs> no, we should. We are the ultimate minority, is what I'm saying. What do you do with two percent of the liquid in the bottom of your cup? I always drink it out of solidarity. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suck that shit dry. Um, but yeah, what if it just came from like Jewish inbreeding? And they're like they came out with this wacky hair color. Maybe. Mm. I mean, That'd Seth Rogen did make the last Ninja Turtles movie. Okay, but is he a ginger? No, but he's a Jew. He's a Jew. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're just trying. They've been trying to play Ninja Turtles all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they might be mole people. Yeah. I mean, think I about Master Splinter. Hmm. Big rat. You think he's Japanese? No. <laughs> he doesn't sound Japanese. <laughs> Sounds more Middle Eastern. We'll say. But yeah, there's so the pictures of the the Jewish tunnel. They um, there were like pictures of like kids' high chairs and like bloody mattresses that they were pulling out of there, mm-hmm. and people are uh, like. People are saying that it's conspiracy theory that um, they had like a tunnel for like trafficking children. Mm-hmm. But when I hear about a secret tunnel, my mind immediately goes to some sort of trafficking, some sort of illegal activity. Well, it's, That's a lot of work. Yeah, it's like people know nothing about the Hasidic people, meaning that yeah. like they have undocumented children who don't attend school, who no one knows about. Like that's yeah. that's built into their community. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh no, they couldn't be trafficking children. It's like, no, they literally, yeah. they're undocumented children constantly who can't go yeah. to school. <laughs> yeah, no, they could be making children and selling them without anybody knowing. Yeah, exactly. Which sounds like something they might do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird thing, and um, and also like all people are capable of doing that. Meaning that like yeah. selling children is not a new thing and people yeah. from all over the world have been doing it and all different cultures. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they've done it. Yeah. There's this one subreddit that I follow that's like super liberal. It's uh it's called Forwards from Clan Ma. It's a very weird like title, but basically they call like uh, boomers that make like racist memes or sell race, send racist memes. They call them clan ma, like grandma, but the clan. So I just go to it to get the cool, super racist memes, mm-hmm. and then they they usually just make fun of them. But they uh, somebody posted something about the Jewish tunnels, and they were just like all in like complete denial that it could possibly be for child trafficking. I was like, it has nothing to do with them being Jewish. It has yeah. to do with it being a secret tunnel. Yeah, secret tunnels are weird. And they're doing, like, people do shit illegally through secret tunnels. Yeah. That's what they're for. Especially in New York City. Like, not in, like, a war zone. Like, they were talking about, like, the Hamas tunnels and stuff. Like, that's different. It's still illegal stuff that they're doing over there, technically. Right. But it's not, you know, like, we're not in a, war, a war-torn country. We're just, uh, New York City, why are you making tunnels? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right near Jeffrey Epstein's house, too. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I wish I could make secret tunnels with my buds. You know? I mean, once you move back here, <laughs> make all the tunnels you want. I love tunnels. 
I think I'd be really bad at making them. I think it would collapse pretty quickly. It might collapse in on me. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friends when I was like seven were trying to build an underground tunnel or underground nightclub in (laughs) this vacant An underground gay nightclub. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No questions asked underground nightclub. And we just dug a hole, and that's where that's where it ended up. But we dug a pretty deep hole. We just dug a like hole where we jerked off into. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Then we found out we could just do that in the forest. Uh, yeah, never finished that nightclub, though. I feel like I'd be good at digging tunnels. I know how to support things. Do you? No. I yeah. think you're more of an electric man. I, I mean, I'm good at the electrical, but I think structural i'm good with structural integrity too you know I, oh really I know when something's just collapse. not good at supporting people emotionally <laughs> i support all my friends emotionally if anybody's real got cut problem, off from the world no they know that they could come straight to me for comfort and warmth he's that's more of an for. artistic man with legos yeah. that's what he's <laughs> a little bit more everybody everybody wants to go to an artistic man when they have troubles <laughs> just tell them what's what tell them how it is are you good with directions? Oh, I'm so good with directions. Not from like Nor- a person, but like a, you get a no. box of Legos, a 500 piece Lego set. Oh, I thought you meant north, no, south, Devin east, west. Devin would just figure it out himself. Yeah, no, I'm very bad with written directions or directions from a person. I'm good with north, south, east, and so west. So, how are you going to build a tunnel if you clearly don't know how to build a tunnel? That's the thing. <laughs> I will figure it out. Well, he gets his throwing katana, <laughs> and he digs it out that way. So, uh, how many times is he going to get poo bared in his tunnel? No, he's going to get poo bared. I'm very cautious when it comes to tunnel digging. <laughs> you're like you're like poo bear getting his his paw stuck in a jar. No, that's I'm you in a tunnel. <laughs> no, I'm, I I I think I would. I don't need to follow directions, is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> most of these directions that they give you are like bullshit, anyways, and they just go way overboard. You don't need all those directions. You could just kind of like figure it out on your own if you're smart enough, which I'm, you know, I, I deal in logic, you know? I don't deal yeah. in instructions and rules. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Yeah, this is how you come up with your uh, food concoctions, too, huh? Yeah. You don't follow recipes. You just, I'm smart. Yeah. I can nice. make it better. They'll give me a guideline and I'll improve it. You know what my favorite thing about that? Yeah, he does make his own food recipes and everything. Which, you know, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes it's just like, you know, the instruction manual of how to properly work out and lose weight and gain muscle is out there. No, they don't have that. Devin's just like, I'll figure it out myself. And then he comes crying <laughs> to me. Don't cry. When I'm the you. new one working out, and you'd be like, how how did you do that? I want that. And I'm like, cry to you. I've only cried twice this week. He's complimenting me on my delts. one was around you. He I don't compliment your delts. I compliment your shoulders, RJ. Oh, Different. he's checking out your shoulders, huh? Yeah, I wear tank tops just to be like, yep, still got them. Mm. Jealous of that pop? Yeah, they, they, they popped. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the real gun show, Devin, huh? No, I mean, I can still lift more than him, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Once my back heals. <laughs> you, need a, you need a lifting uh, belt. I do have one. No, oh, of it, course you do. Of course he has one it, and it, never wears it, Dev, or Archie. I mean, I'm, 
it does actually help a lot yeah, for my back. I know because <laughs> that's what it's, its intended purpose, Devin, is to help yeah. my back. <laughs> yeah, it just it's just I got to lose a little bit of weight because it kind of like it kind of like muffin tops me a lot. Did you get that message, Mike? Uh, let's see here. Oh, look at RJ. Look at RJ. Look at those go. Look at those Jesus, RJ. Okay, right. Dell's taking glamour shots. All right. Look at that. He didn't tell you that Devin took that photo. Devin, did you take that photo? <laughs> Without your knowledge. Look, he's got some bicep pop. Look at that bicep pop, too. No. Look at that tricep underneath, too. I'll Jesus. show you the pictures I got in my phone. Look, he's got back definition. Do you even have back <laughs> definition? Devin just has back acne. <laughs> Don't have back acne. I have a beautiful back, probably. Jeez, <laughs> I just don't look back there. So impressed with RJ. He's smooth back there, too, RJ, huh? I mean, not a hair. The only be... pics I have <laughs> of me. Of my dick. <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to see my dick pics. You kind of see my <laughs> stomach from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just I, I haven't been able to work out this week, so that's that's what's been holding you back just this week. Just yeah, this week was the turning point, and you know, you know what's holding me back? The, the resistance thing. of lifting up the dumbbells. You know, yeah, because you're doing weak. it over and over. Because he can't know, he lift stronger heavier, than you on that picture. But he's not though. That's the thing. He's, I, I mean, he's not that, stronger. What does it matter? It's a picture. You show you that to a girl, and we'll take the same angle. You take the same angle picture. <laughs> show a girl. Say, who do you think stronger? Okay. Yeah, it's not in the muscles itself. It's in the, you know, the whole vibe. You know, you can't capture vibe in a photograph. Oh, you vibe at the gym? Is that how you lift weights? Yeah, people are always picking up on my vibes. Like, damn, that guy's strong as hell. People damn. are asking me, like, how do you lift that much? I'm like, I don't know, man. I just try not to hurt my back. People always ask me why I'm staring so much. Just... <laughs> yeah. They ask me why I'm staring like Gomer Pyle in a full metal jacket. <laughs> Girl with the shorts comes up and is like, I don't like your vibe. Stop staring at me. <laughs> girl with the shorts. She got to go. Why? Because she, she, she makes me feel like, like I'm visually assaulting her. Nah, blame it on the woman, huh? Yeah. It's her fault. It is her fault. <laughs> Wear some sweatpants. <laughs> it's not fair. If I just wore like a Speedo to the gym, Which that would be distracting. Sure. Maybe I will. But it's not on them. It's on you. That'll be on them when I pull my <laughs> dick out. Be all over them. <laughs> Just constantly trying to spot women on exercises that don't need to spot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this yeah, I just haven't been able to work out this week, so once I do, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see who's got the real shoulders. Mhm. You know, I'd like to see RJ pull some six gauge wire through some half inch conduit. See, see how long he lasts. Sure. Yeah. RJ would like you to make. I don't know what's a tricky sandwich you got there, RJ. He knows how to make them all. That's right. <laughs> Do motherfucker. Yeah, I'll make a damn road club faster than you. How do you feel about that? I had to make a damn road melt today. It was all hot and gooey. Ooh, that does sound good. As I hell. wanted to try it. What is that? Turkey, ham, pepper. Oh, okay. Let me see if I remember this. Sourdough? 
uh, bistro sauce, mm-hmm. which is a delicious sauce concoction. Turkey, ham, pepper jack. Um, and I don't know if you changed the recipe, but lettuce. Excuses. Tomato. Avocado. Still avocado? Mm. Yep. And bacon. Oh, and bacon. Oh, you missed the crucial thing of bacon. Well, <clears throat> we used to do salami when I started there. So it's a turkey club. We, with ham. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that has, yeah. Yeah. That, and pepper it's jack. a club. Yeah. It's, damn it's a club sandwich. It's a club sandwich. Sure. With bistro sauce. You could just say it's a club sandwich and I would understand what it is. I forgot that it was a club sandwich. <laughs> 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 but it doesn't have the third piece of bread in the okay. middle. It doesn't need to have that. And that's kind of what a club sandwich is, from what I've heard. Because people have come in and complained about now, that. I'm going to be honest. Those shoulders look great. Shut <laughs> up. We should post it on our Instagram. <sighs> no, it, we shouldn't. Devin does love him some pork shoulder. That's for sure. Oh, damn. Well, I like I pork butt. Pork shoulder. Mm-hmm. Is pork good for you? No. Like pork loins? It's no. meat. Okay. It's the, it's the worst meat for you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the best, but it's still meat. Versus like a cheeseburger and like, you know, extra fries, animal style fries. All right. Well, let's keep getting ground beef then. <coughs> Excuse me. I did lose five pounds this week, though. Oh, interesting. Weird, RJ. It's, Weird. It's just because I couldn't get up to make food. No, he's been <laughs> counting his calories. Um,. Yeah, but I didn't do anything different or anything. What do you mean? Like, I was still eating the same thing. So you didn't see your protein intake? I was like, in your head, you're like, oh, I should probably eat more protein intake because I saw how much I have eaten. And maybe and I, I did eat some more. You know Start what? doing protein shakes, I guess. Oh, interesting. Well, I do take this as like him just documenting stuff, as if you if you will. Him docking. Eight. A form of documentation, like an instruction manual that he doesn't want to do because he doesn't need it. So we're like, hey, you should document your, your calories. He's like, don't need it. I know this. Hey, yeah. Evan, show your work. Huh? Oh, don't <laughs> get me started on showing my work. It's the most bullshit thing in school. This is show me your work. I showed him my dick. Yeah. It's my work, motherfuckers. Want, want your work on dick. this, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. It's okay. It's all love. Yeah, show me your sources, Devin, at the bottom. Um, yeah, I mean, I I did start. <laughs> you know, I love on his notes. I was like, he just posted. I don't know if he said this to me or if it was in our text messages, but it's just like, uh, like, what'd you eat today? I ate a tuna sandwich. Well, did you count what was in it? No, I, just I looked up tuna sandwich <laughs> and I put it in. I did though. I made my own recipe with measurements. Uh huh. Because I know it didn't say all the details. It just said like calories. So I yeah. was like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I made my own food in there that says tuna sandwich. Yeah, you said you went for something <laughs> generic. I know that. No, I didn't. Yeah. I made my own food there. I made, no, I I know, made my I own know recipe. What you're talking about. You, you did something yeah. generic in there. No, I didn't just type in tuna sandwich. I did type in Adalbertos. Today. Yeah, that somebody was it. programmed that was it. That was it. It was something. <laughs> no, they, they pro- somebody programmed the uh, Adalbertos number twenty-four breakfast burrito. <laughs> they have a lot of burritos at that. This Mexican one place. said Adalbertos number twenty-four. <laughs> you know, different numbers are different things sometimes at Adalbertos. Yeah. No, 
I go to all of them. <laughs> and they're <laughs> Adalbertos, Adanbertos, Aldalbertos, Aldanbertos. There's all kinds of Bertos, but I typed in Adalbertos. Okay, number 24. But they're all still the same. You go to Carolinas, it's still a number 24 because they're the same company. Are there some that are better than others? Yeah, Adalbertos is better uh, than... Do you think uh, it's because their ingredients might be a little different? Well, they used to have a meat market <laughs> next to uh, yeah. that one, but they don't anymore. It's a beer garden now or something. But anyways, I went I went to Adalbertos and I typed in Adalbertos, not Aldalbertos, because <laughs> they make theirs differently. They make theirs with French fries. This one makes it with Did you add sour potatoes. cream to it, though? I did. On and the app? I, yes, okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. I'm including everything. And if there's... If I type in a large a food, I did not get a Jamaica. <laughs> I drink kombucha today. That's healthy. Right. You'd be drinking that large Jamaica. Huh? I know. I love Jamaicas. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, they call me Jamaica. That cannot be your nickname. <laughs> Hi, Micah. Hi, Micah. <laughs> Mikey stacks, and then his nickname is uh, Jamaica. No. <laughs> Full of passion fruit. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm full of passion fruit. Anyways, I yeah, I track my calories, and if there's uh, like if I type in like a generic food that uh, you know I don't have um, access to, like the actual ingredients, I'll go with the higher calorie one that somebody's oh, put in there. There okay. you go. Let's you let's know, throw this at you, which is what I do with my budget too. If I spend twelve dollars on something, I round it up to fifteen. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, in the last seven days since we recorded, how many times have you recorded your food intake and calorie intake? Every single time. Every time. Yeah. Every day. Okay. Every day. So on your phone, you can show RJ the last seven days. All right. You're looking at it right now, RJ. You want to do this for accountability? He's, he's grabbing his phone. Yeah. That's cool. See? Yeah, I, I thought you were only like, I did it one day. Nope, I did it every single day. Yeah, well, he shit. listens to me, RJ. I just he wanted to prove you wrong. To me. No, wait, you lost five pounds. And that you're was, drinking protein shakes. That's a that was win because for I me. took a bunch of big shits this week. <laughs> no, okay. no. Wait, you had a cauliflower pizza? Yeah, I had a cauliflower pizza. Damn. Yeah, and I had to do the biology. No, yeah. The biology calculator no, to he, figure he, out how much. I went back three, four days, and he has every every single day of those. Every single wow. day. Yeah. What app is that? Now you just got to be consistent. Macros. Longer than a week. And you're golden. That, so I started falling off today, and I haven't entered a few things in today. So yeah, see? it's already begun. Hello, you, five pounds. <laughs> do you notice with doing this, have you changed anything or looked to add anything or like, oh, I should... Just my my carbs more. Mm. Ooh, maybe three hundred grams of carbs is too much. <laughs> uh, three hundred grams of carb. Oh, carbs? Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> I don't eat. I, my problem wasn't carbs though. Like I, I think he was under. Here we go. <laughs> well, I think he was just under eating. It would be fat. It would be cheese. Like cheese. So <laughs> oh, I'll tell you uh, one yeah. thing that I've noticed is uh, the amount of cheese that I would eat on things <laughs> affects. The, the macros the numbers thing. So big. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put two ounces of cheese on this instead of just however much I feel like eating. Is, and I won't yeah, snack on so cheese. So much fat. RJ, yeah. RJ, is Devin wearing a hat right now? He's not. Okay. So there's no rat underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling him. Huh? Okay. No. But his hair is pretty thick up top. 
So okay, I just want to make sure. He's got a beard. It could, it could be, be something in there. <laughs> could be a I tiny jewel of Just tunneling through his hair. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm a cheese man. <laughs> yeah, so now you know, based off of our messages this week, that too much fat just turns into fat. Mm-hmm. See, this is why <laughs> RJ's not a good accountability buddy. Because yeah, I just make fun of him. He, no, he just can't deal with my autistic questions about. Oh, yeah, that's true. About uh, make fun this. of him. Do you grab his love handles when you walk by him? He wouldn't dare. Because <laughs> he wouldn't be able to catch. He just all clinch up right away. <laughs> knee to the belly. I seen his Muay Thai skills. Yeah, <laughs> get fucked up, and I'd hurt my back, but it'd be yeah. worth it. I just push you over. Mm, impossible. <laughs> like, I'd like to clinch up with you sometime. Yeah, I see hope what RJ happens. Gets to the point that he can squeeze your love handle and run away from you. I can't catch him. Piss me off. What you gonna do over there, fatty fatty? <laughs> mm, I wouldn't like that. Uh, but yeah, RJ can't deal with my autistic questioning. Where uh, I ask about. You know, like, what happens if you eat too much fat, but your calories are still under the amount? Or what happens if you eat too many carbs and your calories are still under the amount? Like, what will that do for the amount of weight that you lose? And if your protein's not high enough, but your calories are still in a deficit, are you still losing weight? Everybody clocked Or are you losing muscle? See, you yeah. can't deal with my questioning, my numbers. hypothetical questioning. Uh, that's because you're going, you need to go to RJ's level. RJ doesn't need to come to your level. I can't go to retard mode. <laughs> yeah. RJ, RJ questions nothing, and I can't do that. <laughs> I can't live like that for even a week. Like, No, I can't just mindlessly do things because the internet told me so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have questions, and Think I about need how somebody much to answer. your life would be, though, if you just... That's pretty easy. No. It's pretty easy. If it wouldn't stop for me. About, if you just stopped following pages that you hate on Reddit to argue with mm. people. I don't hate them. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to the get The first step is accepting them. Imagine so if you good. just looked at things that you actually enjoyed instead of looking for conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Some people need to be told that they're wrong, though. <laughs> but So would that mean that I can't troll people? Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, can't do that. I've got so many good trolls going right now. I've had nothing to do this week. No, I couldn't just. No, I can't. I, I don't even think I'm going to use this app anymore. This app's bullshit. <laughs> Counting calories is gay. It doesn't do anything. Well, how many beers is that? This is three, probably four, actually. So is that like, uh, is that like 800 calories? Yeah, 230. Four is going to be 1,000. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I've only had a breakfast burrito today. So. Which that this was like 2,000 calories? It was actually 886 plus sour cream. What breakfast burrito is 886 calories? Albertos. That's, that's, you said there's potatoes in it? Um, Little potatoes in this one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure, Devin. But Al- <laughs> Albertos puts in way more potatoes. French fries. Sure, yeah. It, it's yeah. covered in a tortilla, correct? A big old tortilla. <laughs> like a 14-inch one? Yeah, a big old 14-incher. Yeah. And there, you got cheese in there, correct? Oh, there's a big layer of cheese yeah. in this one. <laughs> they made this one special for me. Is <laughs> yeah. that ham or bacon? It was bacon, yeah. Do you like your cheese a little crispy? 
Oh, I love crispy cheese. I do, but so this breakfast burrito had a little bit of grated cheese that wasn't fully melted, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the whisper of those words. So nice. Delicate little cream oh, cheese. It was as if you just grabbed shredded cheese out of the fridge and put it in your mouth. That's what it is. No, means. no. This is a thing. This is a thing he does. Yeah. You just I'm a grazer. A, you just take a ladle to your shredded cheese bag. <laughs> yeah. That's how I measure it. Two ounces. That's one ladle. I told you I'm an ingredients guy. Sure not a meal that. guy. Yeah. I did uh, switch up something this week, though. I made tuna sandwiches with Greek yogurt instead of mayo for the, the tuna. How is that? I haven't tried it yet. That's intriguing. Yeah. So but I've, you... I've made it before, and it was really good. It's a, kind of a different thing. So more like sour cream instead of mayo, um, but it also has a shit ton more protein. So would you ever yeah. consider going to Pyology, getting the cauliflower crust, just getting like a garlic sauce on it? You know, yeah, made olive oil with just like garlic, roasted garlic on there or whatever. Yeah. And then some like meat and some veggies and then no cheese. Mm. <laughs> you had them all up to that point too. It's not, it's, a, no, that's not a pizza. Why would I, why would I get the crust if I'm not going to get the cheese on it? That's my thing. Well, I would cauliflower. just get you're, the meat. You're getting cauliflower. I would go there and say no crust. Put the meat on there and the veggies. Just put the veggies in a baggie for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll throw those out and eat the meat. Well, see, I know Devin goes for the more complex things, but, like, would you get a, a hamburger versus a cheeseburger? Never. Why would I ever do so that? So this is his issue, RJ. What? Think about how much like, – so anytime that we're talking about you're just like, I just don't understand it. Like, I don't eat sweets. Like, I don't eat that much carbs. It's literally because you eat too much fat. Yeah, it's a lot of fat. That's good for you, though. That's what Joe Rogan said. No, he said even, it's good for your brain if you got head injuries, and even, I got a lot of them. <laughs> you do need fat. Fat is even, important. Even Sam Sulek, yeah. even in him when he's, like, eating as, as much as he does, he still goes for reduced fat cheese. That's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never do that. They put some poison in there to get the fat. So you're out. a dairy man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is the issue because fat just turns to fat, Devin. No, that's yeah. a myth. <laughs> like, no, you that's can a have from the cheese, but like, I I limit myself to I think eighty or ninety grams, something like that. I day. just stopped eating cheese. <laughs> I don't have any dairy products right now. You guys' life must suck. <laughs> I do dairy-free stuff, so it's like you know the coconut yogurts and stuff. Yeah, like full that. of palm oil. That's no, I you. guess no. I'm not dairy-free. I do have. I do use having whipping cream in your coffee. Yeah, my coffee. Ooh. But that's it. Ooh, that's another thing I started doing. The protein. Yeah. So yeah. instead of using creamer in my coffee, I've. Uh, so I was trying to, to get more protein. You, you're about to explain something that I already explained to you. Um, explain it to me again. <laughs> let me know. Uh, no, I'll no, let you continue, know. Continue. No, do, okay. no, no, no. Devin likes to be the first. So, so I get my, my cold brew Tell concentrate. Me idea, Devin. <laughs> so, just, so in a little blender, I put cold brew concentrate into scoops of protein powder and I blend it up. And oh, you blend it. You comes out stir creamy. It. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, no, put in the little <laughs> bullet blender. I know sometimes it makes too many bubbles and it makes <clears throat> me mad. Yeah, but if you do it the night before, the bubbles Ooh. calm down. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do mine in a separate shaker bottle. Why? What do you mean, why? Why don't you just drink it out of the shaker bottle? Well, because I, I have a... Because I, I fill up my shaker bottle with certain ingredients and I have my coffee with ice in it. And it's proportioned correctly. Oh. And I mix. Because I drink a lot of coffee during the day. Yeah, I don't measure it. I only drink... How much coffee do you drink in a day, Mike? A lot. We make a pot every day. I drink probably three-fourths of it. And then I pre-work out. Um, and then sometimes I have an energy drink on top of that. You know you know yeah. how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I usually do the yeah some kind of sugar free energy drink like a bang type yeah. during the day, but I just do coffee in the morning. I tried to, but then I noticed I get headaches, and I was like, "This is not good." Well, you're not well, drinking what do you water. Mean? It probably is water. Too. You can yeah. You, well, you can try have all that to. Oh, just stop caffeine as much. Oh, you try caffeine. to stop caffeine? Not as much because I'd go there and I noticed that I go to work and have like six shots of espresso and an energy drink and then like the pre workout. I was like, "That's too much." It's so not too much that. if you're drinking yeah. enough water. That's a thing. I yeah. do need water. This is yeah. one of the reasons why I drink iced coffee. Yeah, that is true. Because like the shots of espresso, if you just chug those, there's oh, no yeah. water content. I just in there. do it with like three ice. And you don't drink water drink. at work. You're just like, yeah, coffee, coffee. I got coffee. Compared to before, where it used to be like white mocha, white mocha, white mocha. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. Dude, white chocolate is the worst. Oh, that sweetness. So good though. Yeah. So no more cheese, Devin. Yeah, stop no, I'm still doing cheese. Take a cheese I'm, break. Just uh, yeah. Devin, the cheese will cheese always cleanse. be there. Yeah, cheese the, cleanse, Devin. The cheese not is not going anywhere, Devin. Hey, you hey. will have more cheese. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay? No. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. No. I'm eating cheese. Don't the cow can do this to alive, me, okay? Okay. okay. The, the, I, the wheels of cheese will still be there. Hey, hey, hey Mike. Do you want to guess my average calories for the last seven days? Blue cheese will still be there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Blue cheese only good with bacon. <laughs> or urban fries from Jack. The burger Ooh, without the blue fries. cheese will be fine. No, it won't. The blue <laughs> cheese makes it. I'm not going to eat the burger. No, you'll learn to love other things. Like just mm. mustard. I love mustard. Yeah, no, just, I could do just hamburger. add mustard. Hamburgers are good. No, it's, it's not. meat. It's meat. Anyways, I also I started putting cottage cheese on my uh, my scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, so okay. No, on your eggs. Here yeah. we go. This is a psychopath talking right now. <laughs> no, I, I like cottage thing. cheese. Yo, but baby, on I eggs? made you eggs <laughs> with cottage cheese. It's a thing. Olives, oh, baby you mean girl. on the side? No, it's mixed in. <laughs> Some people cook it into the the oh, eggs. What's this black stuff in here? Oh, that's olives, baby. I just threw some <laughs> olives in there. You never have good olive omelet with cottage cheese. Put some crab in there. <laughs> crab and smoked salmon, Pacific omelet. Yum yum, baby. I Hollandaise made you breakfast sauce. in bed, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Doused in ketchup, the way you like it. <laughs> so cottage cheese and eggs. I have to try that yeah, one let, day. No, maybe. Let's just maybe. take just take a break, Devin. It's not going anywhere. It's right. like me with fucking I don't know. Name a sweet. Me with cake. It's like the cake's not going. The the cookies will be there, Devin. 
I'm putting cheese there. on everything. <laughs> cheese is going on everything. Right. And it's not. It, 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 it's okay. Up if, for discussion. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not up for discussion. Right. I. I want to know how depressed he'd get without cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no reason to live. It would be terrible. <laughs> I'd walk into the house. I'd be like, "How was your day?" He's like, "Fuck you." Why would I? Why I would, would go? You didn't have cheese today. Huh? What would I do with my life? <laughs> it's true. Well, it would be so pointless. <laughs> What's your favorite type of cheese? Oh. All right, now well, okay. that Devin's kind of zoned out, uh, I'm going to say white cheddar because oh, it goes on like everything. That's true. But I thought you were going to say cheese whiz. <laughs> yeah. He's a real cheese whiz. It is whiz a type guy. of cheese. <laughs> um, Can we tell you, about how much you ate? I thought you were going to say the Ritz cracker sandwiches, that cheese. That's <laughs> yeah, whatever's in between the crackers. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my jam. <laughs> Blue cheese is great. Uh, Havarti is a great sliced cheese, but doesn't go good on everything. Because mm-hmm. I like the sharp cheeses. Um Extra sharp cheddar. Oh, gross. Oh, but I like Gruyere, too. Gruyere is a good cheese to just eat. No, thank I you. like provolone. I've always been a provolone fan. Provolone, provolone and mozzarella like, are my least favorite. Yeah, they have no taste, so I'm good with it. Yeah. Like, it's like nutty. It's like I like real, authentic Italian mozzarella when they put that yeah. on sandwiches. That's good. Uh, have you had the wet mozzarella? That's what I'm talking about, like yeah. the balls. Mm. Yeah, Sarah likes that I think that it's muffaletta. We used to do that at work. Oh, oh disgusting. disgusting. That's how you make it, though. They, like, pull it. In the water. I don't know what it is. What those Italian freaks are doing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, While you have your phone out, I'm going to guess 1,800 calories is your average for the week. Average daily uh, calories. Yes. 1,800. Mike? For me? Yeah. Oh, right. What do you you think for Devin? For my average. Uh. This is with cheese. I don't know week. if he has an average, though. That's the thing, RJ. He I do have a seven-day average. No, you don't, though. You, the seven, well, your seven days doesn't count. You have to I'm do it for like this. a month. I'm talking about this week. Okay. For this week? I'm t- since the you point were, I'm making. Since your back was hurt and you did nothing, maybe 1,600? Well, it was 1980. Oh. That's, but that's because I was trying. Because the first day. I'm so proud that he actually took note of all of it. All right, the first day when you guys were being all gay and I only had 1,300 <laughs> calories and I was full, and you're like, no, you need to eat more. I was like, fine, I'll eat but more. But I ate three wheels of cheese. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. He no. ate more and lost five pounds. So I'm just saying. I yeah, was going to make. Because he ate more protein, RJ. I was going to make a point uh, that I on the first day when I had 14 calorie, 1,400 calories, I didn't eat that much cheese, but my first meal was mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go through and see how much cheese is in there. Um, it's really, it's honestly not that much because I started putting like, less on stuff. So it was mac and cheese that day, and then two ounces of white cheddar on my ground beef and potatoes. And then, yeah, the next day, oh, next day I didn't have cheese. <laughs> Had beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll eat ground beef with no, no, nothing. Yeah, if I get a good hot sauce, I'll do it. But yeah, uh, don't put the cheese in there. Mm, but I will. <laughs> I mean, I'm going off the macros. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> sure. True. Calories and you know? macros. Yeah. Because so if I'm under my macros or if I'm under my limit of fat, I can eat cheese. Yeah. Sure. And all these days, like, I don't think that when they ooh. say fat, they're just talking about cheese, though. What's your? That's all the fat that I eat, though. <laughs> What's your maintenance um, calories at? Twenty four. 
The app says 24. Yeah. And I changed it based on my weight today. But do you have exercise in there at all? I haven't exercised, but... But is it... Okay. <laughs> hey, yes. So you use the macros app too, right? I stopped. For okay. My, my cut, but yeah. So... Down 10 pounds, no big deal. So their exercise is a little fucked up. So I put in my weight, and it says 30 minutes of mountain biking will burn 900 calories. I mean, are you going on a 15% grade up a hill the whole time? Yeah, Call, that's Call of thing. Duty and, like, GTA. He yeah, does they're like, oh, he clearly yeah. is at 6,000 feet of elevation. So walking for 30 minutes says it burns 200 calories. Okay. I don't trust that. I mean, maybe they're thinking you're a big, great fat person. But I'm not a big, great big fat guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say 100 to 200 calories. I mean, if if that's true, like indoor cycling for 30 minutes is 550, I'll just go on the bike like twice a week and burn 2,200 calories a week. But that's not, it's not really burning 2,200 calories a week, you know? I mean, it is. No. It's, you still no, need no, no, to no. eat food. Those are way yeah, off. Burning calories does not equal fat loss. But they subtract it from your calories for the day. I know, but they're not you looking know. at your fat loss. They're looking at maybe weight gain or weight loss, but they're not looking at actual fat loss. What do you mean? You'll lose. You'll lose muscle. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you need to eat more and take in more protein. Yeah. They also, uh, so if you input that like 900 calories burned, then it ups your carbs from like 150 to 300. It, it ups your proteins. It? Yeah. It yeah. changes it based on that. Mine doesn't. Okay. I don't know how much I trust their, what I'm getting at is I don't know how much I trust their uh, exercise feature in the pre-programmed things for like yeah, how many yeah. calories it burns. I'm, I'm not going to go off of there. that. No. Because it'll tell you that you burn 800 calories, and you're like, oh, that means I can eat four wheels of cheese. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what do I have to do to eat more cheese? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been interesting. It's nice just kind of seeing all of those numbers and what's going where and, you know, what are you consuming, too. Yeah. I also didn't drink beer this week because my back was hurt. Oh, good. So that's probably... Just keep going. Big you, you had your little break today. You had your little fun your day. Cheat day. Your little cheat day. Sunday's my cheat day. And then you just move on. Go back Go back to being steady, listening to Mike and RJ <clears throat> this next week. I mean... And don't put cottage cheese on anything. Like cottage cheese on eggs is so good, though. I did You're it like a night. fucking 80s fat woman or something. <laughs> So good. <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna be honest. I have been eating cottage cheese myself. Stop doing it, RJ. It's no, not it's good. good. For you. There's nothing. It's so it's good. Not good for you. It is. No. Look at the macros. I don't care about the fucking macros. Okay. Well, you no, would that, be wrong. You need to. I'm you know what, to, Mike? You need to listen to Devin and <laughs> RJ yeah, for once. A quarter cup of cottage cheese with like mm-hmm. maybe 28 grams of blueberries is a perfect oh, way to a start. A quarter cup, yeah. sure. Yes. Devin, are you eating a quarter cup? This is also true. A half a cup. cup's not much. I was doing half a cup. But half a cup of cottage cheese, uh-huh. which is more than enough to smother your eggs. Smothered and covered eggs. Uh, half a cup of cottage cheese, 120 calories, 5 grams of fat, 14 grams of protein, and 3 grams of carbs. Sure. It's it's not terrible numbers. It's the best macros. You know what's great for, on, for dairy? On uh, your eggs, too? You make a an omelet. 
you make an omelet, right? Yeah. Salt and pepper. And if you do it right, you can you can flip it without folding it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? If you know how to make it, oh, yeah, you yeah. know how to flip yeah. it without folding yeah, no, it. No, no, no. We got new pans. And then mm-hmm. when, when you're getting ready to fold it, you just throw cream cheese right there. That's so bad for you. As a fitness influencer, I'm going to tell you cream cheese is not good for you. And I'll look it up right now. Who are you influencing? No. I'm influencing cream cheese. I get a red flag on my app. It gives me a D rating out of it. It's like, don't put cream cheese on it. Versus cottage cheese, it gives me an A minus. Cream cheese is all fat, no protein. Yeah. Yeah, One ounce. It's so bad for you. I didn't say I'd do it. Switch to cottage cheese, Mike. Listen to me. Cottage cheese is fucking disgusting. Mr. Mm, I don't like tapioca. Mr. Oh, I don't so like good. tapioca. If tapioca tastes like cottage cheese. No, it's about a consistency thing. Consistency thing. Oh, I love oh, both. But you I like tapioca both. and you want yeah. eat cottage cheese. Work in my world, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, cottage cheese is great. Tapioca is great. It's calling it. Okay, RJ, you're out of this conversation. I'm so excited right now. I want tapioca. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> I think RJ is uh, also living his eating fantasies through me. Because last night he, because I was talking about going to Denny's like a week ago. (laughs) And then last night he's like, Did you ever go to Denny's last week? What'd you get? And I was like, No. He's like, You should go tomorrow. No, that's how I would be. If I lived with you, I would just make food. That's bad for me. But I get, I would watch me eat it. No, no, no. (laughs) I would be totally fine just making the food and seeing it. Yeah. Without eating it, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna make this. Out. I'm gonna make brownies and blah blah blah. Just, <laughs> just leave it for you. <laughs> You're a feeder, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. to watch people grow. <laughs> make a four thousand calorie meal, and you're like, here you go. Yeah. It's all cheese. Yeah, Arjun, you gotta start doing. You, start, you gotta start feeding old Bessie over there. No, no, he can't. <laughs> He's not gonna convince me. Yeah, He's talking have, about all you can eat sushi places. You stop letting your cow graze just on its own, RJ. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you want a Tootsie Roll, though? Do you have a Tootsie Roll? I got a lot of them. Mm. I've been taking them every single time. Do you count your Tootsie Rolls in your app? I have probably, in the last week, I've probably had two Tootsie Rolls. Oh, did, did you count did them? RJ? Yes, I did. All right. How many the, calories are Were they the one grape one? ones? Or just oh, the, the grape ones. I think they say they're low. Then I'll have 10, please. Oh, I have more than that. I have handfuls. I've been just waiting to th- pelt you with them. I'll so, eat them all. I bet you I you do some pieces. Pavlov's dog thing with Devin. Oh, I will. That's rolls. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out what I want. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm always I'm looking for somebody. Every time he sees yes. a zero. <laughs> I'm, I'm always thinking that people are running experiments on me. I don't think that you could get one passed on me. <laughs> Uh, like, I think I just, we could do a couple of things with cheese. No, no, no. Like literally, it's just like <laughs> every time I give cheese, I'll trade him. So like every time I give RJ a dollar, I get excited, and I don't know why, but I'm gonna give him more money, and I'll be like, cool, because I train you to eventually give me a dollar. But you get a how roll. are you gonna do that? Because you're not gonna get past my mental fortress. <laughs> oh, no. Every time I give you a tootsie roll, I'll be like, I'll sell you like ten tootsie rolls for a dollar. I'm gonna buy them from you. Buy my own. <laughs> you don't buy candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. I don't buy candy. Yeah, so okay, well, first off, buy yeah, 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 so you'll buy them from me, and that's mm. how it starts. I don't have cash, though. Do you take cash out? I do. That's how we pay rent. <laughs> how much for 20 of them? $2. Deal. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot. I'll give you two bucks for them. Yeah, see. <laughs> Just two bucks. 
Oh, they sound yeah. so good. Are you salivating over there? How about, how, about, how about you leave some cheese in a mousetrap and just see what happens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, he knows okay. the danger, but he thinks he's faster than the trap. <laughs> All right. I've messed with plenty of mousetraps in my day. And I've been, I've been got quite a few times, but I think... I think I could. I think I could get past one well, okay. easily. So I'm past this stage in my life. I've moved on. But uh, I talked to my coworkers at my work, and I, I, you know, you know, we're pastries, we're food, we're coffee. And I was like, I'm gonna just start taking some of the cinnamon rolls and just leaving them at the house and seeing how long until Devin eats them. Oh, I'm gonna eat them. Yeah. So he's eaten every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, I'm going to start planting I leave them for a couple days just in case you got them for yourself. Here's a question for you, Devin. What what happens if the cinnamon roll doesn't have the icing on it? Not eating it. Oh, it's it's still fine. It's delicious. See, that's 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 RJ's cinnamon roll. No, some psychopaths would come in and get that every once in a while. He's like, can I get one without icing? Like, why? (laughs) What's the point? sweet. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not what, it's, what are you doing it's not uh, worth it this makes sense why you like cheesecake so much I love cheesecake yeah, you're just oh, a, Dustin got cheesecake just from Cheesecake woman. Factory last night <laughs> Dustin called me while I was getting Cheesecake Factory and I was just like what, what kind off. of <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was gooning for an hour just edging him he's like oh yeah, yeah. tell me eat it eat it for me it just tastes like peanut butter is that the kind he got yeah like, I got peanut butter why was yeah. he calling you at Cheesecake Factory just tell me he was getting cheesecake. <laughs> it, it's Dustin. What? <laughs> yeah. No. Was he getting it just for himself? He's like, I'm just going to Cheesecake Factory to get a slice yeah, he had for a, myself. He had a rough, he had a rough day. <laughs> and he found some old Cheesecake Factory uh, gift Coupons? cards. <laughs> yeah, he had some old gift cards from a couple of years ago. So he's like, I'm picking up cheesecake. <laughs> like, oh, so is he picking it up for the family or he's women, just doing it himself? <laughs> you bring that cheesecake over here we'll just share a slice lady in the tramp style <laughs> oh god i can't imagine you two trying to share food together oh no no, no not at all yeah you mean like like a plate of nachos or something yeah like a shareable food yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a competition <laughs> yeah Devin yelled at me once he's just like you know you don't all your all you can eat buffets are not a challenge and i was like fine the- that's true. You did used to think of Mongolian barbecue as a challenge. I was like, I ate until I could. That was a little bit of your. Hurt. That was a little bit of your Asian mind coming in to play. <laughs> where you're like, go charge me fifteen dollars for this. I eat all. It's all noodle. <laughs> I get the meat. I eat full bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not always a challenge though. Unless they charge you like I mean, except like a Korean barbecue. That is that. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. Because that's like 40 bucks. And how do we get to eight rounds? We'll, we'll get to eight. Yeah. No, I'll do it. I can totally yeah, Mike, do when it. you come back, we're, 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 we're doing Korean. We're training for Korean yes. barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So what happens if I just send an che- a entire cake, a cheesecake to you? Well, <laughs> now that I'm a calorie counter, uh-huh. I will probably <laughs> just have however much cheesecake I can have per day. And oh, it'll so- last me that long. You'd sparse it out. Yes, I, that's the thing. Like I do have self control. Sure. If uh-huh. w- with sweets, uh, can we go back before we go too far on this? Mm-hmm. If a random cheesecake showed up at the doorstep, uh-huh. yeah, open it up and says Devin. Yeah. 
would he be like, fuck yeah, I'm eating that all with a fork right now? No. Or would it turn into, who's watching me? I would be suspicious, uh, but I do have a lot of fans. So, <laughs> and they don't live here, so I would assume it was from one of them. I would text them all individually and say thank you. Now, what if the what if the cheesecake had RJ on it? Oh, no. oh he'll eat it at three in the morning. Now, my <laughs> that's, thought that's process would be: Did RJ charge the ring doorbell camera? And does he know that I received this? Because I don't think he would order a cheesecake for himself with his name on it. In, like, icing. That would be very strange and psychopathic. I have a lot of fans. So you wouldn't be aware that the cheesecake would be showing up. That's true. So it would be my cheesecake. No matter what it says on it, that is now my cheesecake. Well, that's 100% true. I would ring the ring doorbell, and if it doesn't light up, that's my cheesecake. So do you think Now, if it lights can, up, you RJ has an, video evidence that I took his cheesecake. You have an entire cheesecake. Mm-hmm. You think that you can just sparse that out over the course of a week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, easily. No problem. You just a slice a day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I could eat that for, I could bring it to work with me for lunch and eat a piece of cheesecake <laughs> every day. <laughs> For two weeks, <laughs> All right. so and nothing he's got his else. Lunch pail is out with the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant. It, so my lunchbox right now is a giant igloo cooler. Yeah, <laughs> like the one that we used to use for disc golf. Like that's. <laughs> so I just pull out one small sliver of cheesecake <laughs> in front of all the Mexican dudes. <laughs> just eat it with my bare hands. Right, yeah. So one cheesecake, however big a size, right? How many slices are in that cheesecake? I'm going to say 12. 12? Yeah. <laughs> what time, like, you know, period would it be for you to be like, I- I'm drunk, it's early in the morning, I'm just going to grab a handful and eat like seven slices in one bite? I would never eat seven slices. What I would do <laughs> is I would, so if if it fits in my macros and I'm counting calories and I have. If it fits in my mouth. <laughs> if it fits in my mouth, I eat it. That's my yeah. diet. Yeah, you don't know, but at yeah. three in the morning, there's no filter for Devin. He'll there's walk, a filter. There's a filter now. No, no, there's always been a filter. I don't overindulge at three in the morning. Yeah, he but eats what my I, candy at three in listen, the morning. Listen, this is what I would do <laughs> at three in the morning when I wake up from the couch and I'm no longer drunk. I will walk to the kitchen. Still drunk. And I will have one piece of cheesecake that I will be parsing out for the rest of the week. And I'll just slowly just chip away at that one okay. piece. I call bullshit on this because one, Devin's patience, right? At three in the morning, He's is he going to really be like, mm, I need to cut this piece at three in the afternoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting a piece of cheesecake, there's no rules, and just grabs a handful and just throws it in. Oh, wait, do I have now, to he, cut it or is it already cut? Oh, you have to cut it. If I gotta cut it, then he's, he's cutting his own slices, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, that might be that might be in my macros, my yeah. macros. It might be an eight slice cake if I'm cutting it myself. Now, what if good, you have good to priest. ask RJ for a slice every time? I will never eat it. <laughs> I do it to the scale. I do it to be yeah. like this is RJ the proportion. has to cut it, and you have to ask him politely. I will, never, I will never eat that cheesecake. I won't. <laughs> Archie, you know that. I'll never just ask you, be like, can I have some of your sweets? That's so gay. I would never do that. No, no, no. Okay. I'll ask you like to borrow your hot sauce or some of your oat milk or something, but I would never ask no, no, for no, no, indulgences no. like sweets. He doesn't ask. It's just one of those of, I took some of your cheesecake. 
That could happen. So I that wanna, is no. Yeah. I want to see him say "pretty please" to you. No, if RJ had like a mini fridge in his room and he yeah. had to dole out the cheesecake and I had to ask him for it, I would never eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it would rot in there. He'd eat it before I would. That's true. Yeah, I like cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, I love cheesecake. It's so good. Okay. But well, no, I will never ask for sweets Oreo from cheesecake. another man. What if the cheesecake was in a locked container in the fridge, not in RJ's room? And I had, still had to ask his permission? Yeah, he has the key. Never. No, I wouldn't or, eat any of it. Or what happens if I had a cheesecake inside the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. You can see it. You can like look at it. It's in a case with a lock or something on it, and it has a note on it to solve the puzzle. I would eat the fuck out of that, and I would love it because I solved the puzzle successfully. Yeah. The, the, but what if you can't solve the puzzle? Impossible. <laughs> I'm so good at puzzles. He's like, I have knives and hammers. I've been watching RJ play Harry <laughs> Potter and trying to solve these fucking puzzles, and he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I've already solved it three times in my head, and he's just running into walls. <laughs> It'd be better if we made it riddles, RJ. <laughs> yes. Answer <laughs> yes. me these riddles three. <laughs> And cheesecake will be for thee. <laughs> yeah, I would solve riddles for cheesecake, but <clears throat> yeah, if you, I'll if never you, ask another man for sweets. I know. Out of spite, he would just buy three cheesecakes of his own to put in the fridge. Yes, <laughs> that's that's a that's a, that's a move. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even like ice. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Stuff I've what, stolen from roommates in the past. What variations of cheesecakes have you tried? Cheesecake ice cream, cheesecake, I don't know. Oh, that, yeah, there's some Ben and Jerry's that had, like, cheesecake bites in it. Those were good. Or do they have, like, cheesecake-flavored gum? Cheesecake-flavored no. lollipops? I'm not for the cheesecake flavor. I want the real thing. Okay. Cheesecake uh, yogurt. I've had that before. Cheesecake cupcakes. Do you prefer mm. the traditional cheesecake with the graham cracker crust? And yep, I like New York style. I no, none of the flavors. Yeah, it's New York style. No, you like with the strawberry on it, or just by no, itself? no strawberries. Strawberries. I love no. an Oreo cheesecake. I'll do raspberry. Raspberry is good. Okay, I'm listening. But I like so raspberry is good. Uh, peanut butter. I like Kahlua or anything coffee flavored. <laughs> Mike, do you like milkshakes? Nope. Oh, I prefer a milkshake. Okay, so I made this at my work once, and I got a cheesecake. You might have been there still, Devin. Mm, I remember this. They have a peanut butter cup inside of a peanut butter cookie. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup molded inside of a cookie. Yes. With a cookie crust. So I threw that in with the vanilla ice cream. I put the cheesecake, the peanut butter cookie, and then, like, I think a shot of espresso, and I blended that up, and it was delicious. It's so good. Yeah, there was a place in Utah they closed. It was called Sammy's, and they did pie shakes. Oh, they yeah, just yeah. Take a slice of pie and they throw pick it a in pie there. and throw it in. Yeah, and it had little chunks of crust. It was delicious. Oh, so, so good. good. Oh, is that good, Devin? Oh yeah, I like those. I don't like ice cream though, but I do like milkshakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in likes, the milk. He likes the frozen yogurt. I do I like froyo better than ice cream because you can put cheesecake bites in it. I get the fruit flavored <laughs> ones actually. What? She's, I like gummy worms. No, he's literally does. an '80s mom. Every time you say, it's just... <laughs> "I like the tart original flavored yogurt." <laughs> yeah. Did we do favorite ice cream on here before? Hmm. Ice cream, ice cream, or frozen yogurt ice cream? Ice cream. Oh, God damn it! 
<laughs> we talking about any cup. frozen treats or yeah <laughs> talking about like a frozen stickers bar like you get the cheesecake and you put it in the freezer now it's a frozen treat frozen gummy bears chocolate that ice cream yeah. <laughs> chocolate tacos what if i take beef jerky and put it in the freezer is that ice cream that's a treat <laughs> yeah no my favorite ice cream is uh thrifties makes a carrot cake and it's my favorite what a carrot cake ice cream. yeah I do love carrot cake. It's, it's like so good. That's my favorite cake. Yeah. Damn. Do you want to get a cheesecake after this? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so I, I really my, my my two favorite ones, which I'm weird, I guess, is I love mint. Disgusting. And I love cookie dough. Gross. And I found a cookie dough mint chip ice cream once and I was Oh, that sounds good. Delicious. I was like, you got the chunks of cookie dough in there with the mint. I don't know where I found it. It was some ice cream place somewhere. I don't hate mint chip, but it's not my favorite. Mm. Thrifty I don't know that Andy's mint chip one. It's pretty good. Oh, I love Andy's mints. Did you know they make different flavors of Andy's mints besides just the mint one? Oh, I did not know that. Somebody bought one for my birthday, and it was like a variety pack. So they have like you know the chocolate, the mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. They have ones that are reversed, so it's mint chocolate mint. They have like don't roll your eyes. <laughs> so I'm falling asleep. They, they had they have a they have a cherry one, which chocolate and cherry in the middle. Oh, they have like I a butterscotch one. So it's like chocolate butterscotch in the middle, and then chocolate again. Uh, then they have like a dark chocolate mint one. Mm, that was okay. I'm not a huge dark chocolate, dark chocolate fan. Sounds good. But yeah, it was like a each pack. Like so, there was like s- seven different packs of flavors I've never even heard of, and I was like, "Where did you find this?" They're like, oh, I just went on the website and ordered a variety pack for you for your birthday. And I was like, "Fuck, you're my favorite." Devin's never bought that for me. No. I, I would never. <laughs> Why would I buy another man chocolate? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I'm gonna buy you a variety cheesecake. I'm gonna. It's gonna mm. be. Ooh, uh, maybe I can a get a flight you of cheesecakes. <laughs> 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 a sampler. No, no, no. You know what you do. Mike would be like, hey, it's Devin, it's your birthday. I bought you a variety pack of cheesecakes. Oh, wait. A man doesn't buy another man food. Sorry. I didn't buy it. Well, I'd have to buy him something in return. I'd have to re- repay the favor, and then it's not gay. That's true. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll buy you cheesecake, and it's I'll look for like the most disgusting, worst <laughs> kind of cheesecake. No, 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 crab no. cheesecake. I would eat Mike, the fuck out of that. Do me a favor. I don't know if you'll go this far, but buy a cheesecake for Devin, right? And hopefully you're not you're not in California, so you send it to us, and it arrives there, and literally just has your dick print on it. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. And just you know, Devin I have to wonder it. if it's real or if it's manufactured. Yeah, I think he'll eat it at three in the morning. Oh, it's big. <laughs> it's a tiny cheesecake cupcake <laughs> oh, micro penis stamp in there <laughs> I think you'd still try it You'd be like I, I have to eat it It's free I mean how long after They put the dick print in Is it okay to eat Because I feel like there's a time limit Like, like you know Health department wise Like it's, it's been problem. an hour and you're good now it's way too soon. <laughs> two days? I'll eat it two days after somebody slammed their dick into a cheesecake. You gonna eat pumpkin cheesecake? I like pumpkin cheesecake. Ooh, that's yeah. good. What about pumpkin it? pie? Is the uh, that's I like that too. No, that's his weakness. Also, it's good. Yeah. You gonna eat key lime cheesecake? Oh, I love key lime. Yeah, 
<laughs> I used to get those yogurts when I was a kid. Ooh. Key lime. I like pie. Key lime. What about uh, like pumpkin? I know sidetrack, but like cheesecake flavored stuff, like a cheesecake flavored uh, coffee creamer. Not interested. Uh, no. He wants the real thing, RJ. Oh yeah, I want yeah. the real. I'm trying to find something that you. No, I don't like the cheesecake flavored anything. I'll cheesecake just... flavored ice cream is delicious. If it has real cheesecake in it, then yeah. But... Cheesecake bites in it. Mm. See, here's my thing: if it's cheesecake flavored ice cream. And I'm going to eat that. I'll just get a piece of cheesecake. Oh, I didn't know the ancient Greeks invented cheesecake. Oh, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> That's gross. I wonder you like cheesecake and little boys. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they made baklava too, didn't they? I don't know. Baklava is pretty good. You know what? I do like Greek food. <clears throat> yeah, good euro. Yeah, I like euro meat. Give me that lamb. Get some uh, yeah. Greek food. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about my mix real quick. All right. Um. All right. So I made a mix. It's simply called some sad boy country. Uh. And these were uh five artists in a realm of country that I didn't really know what. To call it or where it belongs, but oddly enough, listening to it the last couple of weeks, um, I think I've there's a couple of the artists on here um, that I think I know where they belong, which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I made this mix. It's a uh, it's kind of some weird, not like weird country. It's just country that's just slightly different country. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little folk, a little southern rock in there, a little blues, a little. Yeah. Soul, the soul in there. Um, but yeah, so for I'm very interested to know about your favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. Uh, for Devin, I'm gonna go with four, five, one. Four being your favorite, mm. five being your least favorite, and one being your favorite band. Or the mm. artist you would look into more. Um, RJ, <clears throat> very similar to Devin, but opposite almost. So I think your favorite song is one, RJ. I think your least favorite is going to be three. And the artist you would like to look into more or listen to more would be four. One, three, four. One, three, four. Devin, four, mm-hmm. five, one. RJ, one, three, four. Um, all right. So starting off this mix, I've got Sunshine. Uh, this is the Western as fuck version. Um, this is by a band called The Red Clay Strays. Uh, so this is technically a single. From 2023, 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, the Red Clay Strays are a rock and roll band from south, southern Alabama. Uh, with influences ranging from Johnny Cash, Leonard Skinner, Jerry Lee Lewis, Waylon Jennings, to southern gospel, they blur the line between country and southern rock while bringing an authenticity that defines who the Red Clay Strays are as a band. Uh, so... When I first heard this version, uh, so I got turned on to the Red Clay Strays from Western as fuck. Uh, and I heard this. I was just like, God damn it. His voice is so beautiful. Um, and then I started listening to them more. And I was like, Jesus, they're so goddamn good. Um, but yeah. So, and I also, this is this is a strong song to start a mix off with, RJ. Yeah. I wanted to start strong. And I wanted to end uh, in a different way, because normally a typical Mike's mix, I would leave this at the end, but I wanted to put it at the beginning. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, RJ, you turn this on for the first time. Walk me through your thought process here. Um, this song, I feel like it, it was, you know, it is the, you know, what is the AF? Just AF, you know. As fuck. Just as fuck sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Western AF. Okay. Uh, but I, I just feel like there was a quite simple simplicity of this, and I think it just made me in, like enjoy it so much more. Uh, just kind of listening to this over and over again, it kind of just sucked me in, and, and you know, all the emotion in, in the voice and the, the strength of the voice. But it was so simple, and it was so like easy. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it it, just, it was wonderful. It was a it was a great song to start it off with, and it made me excited to see where the rest of this was going to go. And I, there's, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I didn't do much research in my knowledge, but what, what's a, how when I, I put in my notes reminds me of Elvis, how he does that little like uh, unchained melody. No, that's yeah. his vocal thing yeah. that he does. Tremolo in the vocal. Yeah. He's like, mm. yeah. Yeah. kind of like that. And I was just like, Oh, I like that. I don't know what that is, but it's just like, it's nothing special. Everybody does it, but I think it adds so much to the song and it's just, it's just all together. And I was like, this is, this is a great song. I, I love it. And just, it just sounds so raw and so like, you know, powerful and meaningful. Yeah. So one of it. my mandates for this mix was having an interesting, or a different type of voice. And this guy definitely mm-hmm. does. I don't know of any other modern, you know, southern rock country band that I've heard that sounds like this dude. He just yeah. has a very unique voice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's almost like a, a soul singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In like a yeah, southern rock, I guess. I would say like, yeah, I guess it's a little bit southern rock. But yeah, they're definitely doing something different. They, uh, this is what I like about the Western AF channel is, uh, artists or bands that are actually good will get the views. Whereas like other, other channels that put out like audio tree sessions, they could be a good band with like a hundred thousand views. They won't really get the recognition, but this one I think had like 2 million views on their, uh, one of their songs. I think it was this song actually on YouTube. Oh wow. That's crazy. Which is huge for that Western AF channel. Yeah. But you see that with like Sierra Farrell and Coulter Wall, like the big unique songwriters of this genre. Mm-hmm. Um and they're definitely unique. Like you don't know what kind of music they're doing, but you don't really care at the same time. Yeah, I don't really care too much for the audio tree shit because it's not like it's like it's just live performances. Versus some of these other ones, it's like they're stripping down and they're doing something unique for that session. Yes. Yeah, there's this other one. Fuck, what are they called? There's this other one that I think it's like a... Fuck, I think it starts with an M. It's specific to Texas, I believe, uh, their sessions. And they always have like uh, nature sounds uh, in their stuff. And it's so goddamn good. And it's just completely stripped down. Gems on VHS kind of does that. Yeah. Um, like their recording quality is a little bit different. I think they're associated with, with Western AF. But anytime I hear something live on like YouTube, like the live sessions, I think the our vinyl sessions are usually the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even those, like they get promoted in a certain way. But this th- that channel Western AF, which derives from YouTube, they do shit on Spotify now apparently. Um, it's really like a meritocracy, like the best – 
musicians will rise to the top. If you sort it by popularity, you see the, the songs that have like 3 million views. And those are some of the, like the bigger country artists today. Like those are the ones that are going places. Uh, there are some really good ones with like lower views and whatnot. Um, but yeah, this band, like, like I was saying, like you don't really, you don't know what kind of music it is, but you don't really care because it's just good. Like, old fashioned music but not uh not trying to be vintage or trying to be like neo soul or anything it's just good people making good music yeah and uh yeah i re- i like the song i it's did good. go <clears throat> i listened to the original song i, I like this one better yeah uh, the original song it works but it kind of goes into their other stuff too which you know I'm gonna say is less like this. Uh, I think you described, you know, rock and roll. It's kind of it's it's more different style. I think you said that about some of the artists on this mix too. Yeah, but it's just one of those where it is different. But I think I would more want more of this. So like, if they made a whole album with just the stripped down stuff, I'd probably 100 percent love it. Yeah, but there are other stuff I was like, okay, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I I didn't intentionally make this mix like this, but other than uh, the third song on here, I feel like the other four fit this theme very well, which is this uh, late sixties into mid seventies style of country, where like a lot of the times you like people associate with that with a certain style of country. I'm gonna associate it more with the i started this podcast with having joe cocker singing um with this Mm -hmm. style of country that's like it's a mixture of folk it's a mixture of country it's a mixture of rock it's a mixture of like these different styles that are kind of like all culminating during that time and i think this band is like an example of that i think leonard skinner if you look at them they're kind of an example of that too where they have a lot of influences in them and they're typically referred to as like a rock band. I don't, I don't know if anyone says Leonard Skinner, they're a great country band. You know what I mean? True. Uh, Yeah. So I think like Southern rock. Exactly. Yeah. There's like a lot of these bands and artists that came out during that time. Like Chris Christopherson is one of them that as a singer songwriter, he kind of flows into there. John Denver is one of them. When we get to number four, Cat Stevens is one of them. When Mm -hmm. you get into these like early seventies, these like weirdo guys, that are like post the Dylan folk era and then post the like before uh, like outlaw country really takes over. Like it's that, that weird middle ground that I think four of these artists kind of fall into in a modern way in a yeah. weird way. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. That's, that's kind of interesting. If like, because this is all like newer music. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the country genre could branch off successfully into something like that. Or if these guys will always be in the uh, the background of the scene, yeah, in no man's land essentially, yeah. Because Cat Stevens had his heyday; like he was popular, you know. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like people like Orville Peck, mm-hmm. who are seeing a lot, they're seeing a lot of he's seeing a lot of, a lot of success right now, but it's mostly because of his gimmick. Well, like he's I genuinely think- good, but I don't think he's finding any success in country circles you know uh, he is he's finding it more in pop circles no he's not gonna get played on you know like any type of country adjacent radio yeah but i think his thing is uh i think it does go along with his gimmick and we kind of talked about it is that he's able to take a sound in an era of country that people didn't like do not like uh modern audiences don't appreciate 
and he's able yeah. to make it now palatable for a modern audience. That late 80s into 90s country that like people that aren't country fans don't like. Mm-hmm. And he's able to do those same things and be like, oh, no, 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 it's good. Just listen to me do it, you know? That's the thing, though. Like, would he find any any success without the gimmick? And I I think he, like, talent-wise, I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to take anything away from what he does, but without that gimmick, I don't know if he would find that success. So, like, if we're talking about these guys or this style of country branching off into something that becomes more successful, we saw Zach Bryan do that. Mm-hmm. With something that's country adjacent, he's still full on country mu- musician, but he is doing something a little bit different and found crazy success. I think mostly through TikTok and shit. Are any of has, these guys going to be able to break through? Yeah, he just has a, such a wide net for an audience. I think Orville yeah. will wait in because that first album that he did has more of like a. Um, it's it's closer to some of those David Lynch type bands that you had played. Yeah, um, a little bit more weird uh, country, and then the trying the, to be vintage. Yeah, exactly. And then the second album is when he's like he's just capturing this like eighties, nineties country sound in a really interesting, unique way. He doesn't seem to be the type of guy that's going to repeat himself because mm-hmm. even that like summertime EP that he has, it even has w- different types of songs on there. So yeah. I think we're just waiting to see whatever his next album is to see like is he here to stay as like a great artist or yeah. is he just someone who just, which I'll, I'll always love, especially Bronco, that album. I just love it. so. Much. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just curious which one of these guys is going to see success uh, at the level of like Sturgill Simpson. You know, if there's going to be another alternative to mainstream, mainstream country that is different than what Sturgill Simpson did, different than what Zach Bryan did, is there a next step in that? And is it going to be the Orville Peck style? Is it going to be Red Clay Strays, or is it going to be like Coulter Wall style, like That's Prairie Country? Going to be Coulter Wall. Uh, yeah, he's big right now, but in his like his own niche, you know, yeah. it's, he's not breaking you, into the mainstream. Yeah, no, you have to be like a country fan to like appreciate his music. And yeah, you know, he gets like made fun of in like country circles. Really? Yeah, because so his uh his dad is like a governor of like a huge province in Canada. And for, and so people did like all this like research on him to be like is he like an authentic guy? And I guess he he grew up like really privileged and was never like uh, a ranch type kid. And then as an adult with music, he's kind of made that turn, made that like yeah. lifestyle for himself. Um, but he just he comes from a very wealthy family in Canada. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. but I mean, I mean that's fine. He's making good music. I enjoy yeah, no, his I, shit. I love all yeah. the shit he does. It's so good. yeah. Good. That is kind of funny though. I do. I have that feeling about a lot of these people. Like uh, number four. Like I've seen his videos, his live videos, and there's people like that are that are kind of like cosplaying as like like uh, fucking gold panners in the yeah, 1840s. Right. Yeah, you know, like. They're doing the whole outfits. Sierra Farrell started off as that, but she kind of did her own thing, and she's like glam country, just kind of a yeah, free but spirit you look type at her thing. And you're like, I see the trailer park. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, far. she's very original. Yeah, though, like she's doing something original. A lot of them are just like, like they're caught up in like the uh, the image of it over the music. Yeah, which is what like Tyler Childers has gotten some flack for. 
Hmm. Because he's dressing, because he looks vastly, he's looked vastly different than what he has looked before. I mm, think that really? when, you, when you look at a younger Tyler Childers, from what I've looked at him, he looks very authentic to what he's saying and doing. And then now he's wearing he's wearing the outfits, he's doing the things, Damn. and it's that's what some people give him shit for because he's yeah because he's been doing that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, there's that weird line because when we're talking about Orville Peck, who goes completely over the top and is using that, who's using to drag, break. essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's he's going. Yeah, but exactly. he's part of that community and blah blah blah. So that is authentic yeah. to him, and no one. Yeah, and he's been very purposeful of not nailing down his past for people. True. That so. is what it's interesting about him too, where he's able to use that uh, like you said drag persona and actually make meaningful music with seems like he has an understanding of the music itself yeah rather than somebody cosplaying the the outfits and cosplaying the music you know yeah he he's able to blend the genres of a bit, essentially a gay lifestyle with country music better than anyone has ever done yeah. <laughs> Which, except for that tyler childers song about the gay couple <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but sturgill's one of those few guys that like when you hear talk about his past it's like oh yeah he's like authentic guys and the navy yeah and worked for the railroad yeah, worked on trains yeah like, <laughs> yeah and he's also not trying to be like cowboy country he's no. doing his own thing yeah so that's uh, that's all. Uh, all this is what I'm saying about like these bands. Like this first band, I think is the one that would break through to the mainstream. If out of out of these five, out of anything, yeah, especially in this in this song, you know how three fourths in the way of the song, it, the melody, he goes the oh 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 oh. He does that pop mm-hmm. melody with his voice. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, let me let me just play it real quick. Yeah. And my insecurity And giving me the strength I've been without I hear Elvis yeah. I work hard not to I hear Joe Cocker there oh, it's a long way I hear Chris Stapleton is so pop to be like yeah. you, you can Lady imagine, Gaga. yeah or, or like you can a lumineers would do something <laughs> yeah. like that you know yeah. it, it's something that's so pop forward and it, it always catches me off in the song because i like it but it doesn't it, it doesn't fit the rest of it but it but i like it in there you know mm-hmm. but yeah when you're talking about band breaking through it's like they're clearly able to do a pop sensibility if they need to yeah. yeah, and I think this type, of, this style of music, would catch the attention of the mainstream. Just depend. I, I, the music industry is so weird these days. I don't know how people like break through. It seems a lot to do with like TikTok, but 
there's also these like other like passionate sounding artists and soul stuff that is breaking through too. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of interesting when you're talking about the older styles and the, uh, the splinter genres of the sixties and seventies and like cat Stevens is big, but who else was big around that time too? You know, he, that like for him to break through and become, uh, like in the mainstream, like zeitgeist, like that's, that's pretty impressive for his style of music. So I'm curious if we're going to get other uh, styles that are influenced that way. Um, just like splinter genres. If like, it seems like country is becoming more and more popular, you know, over this past year and a half since we've been like talking about country again. Yeah. Like that it's become Gordon Lightfoot, Van Morrison. Yeah. That stuff. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, all right, so next song I have on here is called Hollywood, Texas by Casper Allen. This is all volume one in 2020, track number six, four minutes and 52 seconds. Hailing from the furthest reaches of Texas, Casper uh, Allen left home early in search of experiment experience. And years later, in, uh, his search continues, detailing his experiences in Texas songwriting traditions of his heroes, Guy Clark and Towns Van Zant. Towns Van Zant, another one of them yep. from that yep. era. Uh, Alan explores themes of addiction, life on the road, the ups and downs of life well-traveled with style, uh, developed busking on street corners and playing in dusty bars across the greater U.S. So that was one of the first things when I heard this guy for the first time, I was like, oh, you're authentic. There's something about him, not only his voice, but what he's actually saying in his lyrics. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I will listen to more of you. You're very believable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and I like I love his voice so much, and even uh, this song doesn't even go further in to some of the stuff that I like about his voice um, because player number one. All of his songs are long. All of them are a long story in them. Very much from that folk era coming out of that. Yeah. But like... Because this he he made after this song. Cold coffee for the May morning break. Like, what is that? Yeah. Coughing for my memory. Morphine for my shit. God damn, he's so good. Yeah. I love him so much. It's, it's a guy making country without a band. Mm. That's kind of what it is. I, I sent you those videos, the Hill Country Devil. Oh yeah, guy. Last week, he's he's a similar type of guy. Like he's just a nomad, not playing with any bands. He'll kind of like collaborate with other musicians every once in a while. But he's just writing stories, and uh, he's got a great voice and great lyricism. And he's decent enough at guitar, and he's just writing country songs in I a style that. that nobody does anymore. Yeah, yeah. Coulter Wall does that, and that's one of the reasons yeah. why I love him so much. Is like it's it's like it, yeah. his storytelling, and I love that about a songwriter. Mm-hmm. I don't need that it to dude be... in Juanita album by Sturgill oh, was so good. one of the best ones. Yeah, yeah, Ar- yeah. It, arguably his best album. Yeah, yeah. Um, RJ, so you get to this guy. Uh, just like kind of similar to the first song, it was just raw and you know to the point. Uh, I like I like his just scratchy voice. I think it added to it. Uh, not my favorite, but I did enjoy this one. I did not get a chance to listen to other stuff by him, but I'm curious though. Yeah. Uh, Devin, anything? 
Yeah, I really like this song. Yeah. Same reasons. But um, all, right. all the notes I have. So number three here. This guy is interesting if you guys listen to more. But uh, this song's called God. Uh, his name is Dylan Alt. Um, this is off of Roots from 2023, track number two, four minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, from lyricism that will make your heart melt and harden to a dismal voice that will capture your soul by fire, Dylan Alt writes as down-to-earth as he is growing up in a small town in, in Ohio. Uh, Dylan gravitated towards an Appalachian folk-style country music and started writing his own songs. Um, yeah, I love this guy a lot, and he has range. This album in particular is really interesting. It's got a lot of the nature sounds in it. Uh, the mix on it is really interesting, too. Everything's kind of like pushed back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas uh, he recently released like a single, and it sounds way different than this. Yeah. Uh, like the... Something... Uh, the single that he just released. Um, the mix is pushed way forward. Uh, yeah. A little bit more upbeat. And you'll hear his voice here in a second. Nothing goes the way I want it to be. Everything fucking yep. do manipulated by what you need. Really like it. Yeah, so Kind of, it kind of has a little bit of a Zach or Zach uh, Zach Bryan like do 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 do. Yeah. So yeah, I like this guy a lot. He uh, he's he's done a lot of stripped down stuff. This latest single that he has, it has some electric guitar if I remember right in it. Anyways, uh, this song in particular, I just love because it's very heartbreaking. Uh, just the yeah. way he's talking and singing. Um, RJ, you get to this one. Uh like this one too. I did listen to I think I don't remember which one. I listened to the album that this was on or oh, the EP and I listened yeah. to the EP too or if it's on it. So I listened to two stuff by him. I skimmed through them, but I kind of just pushed play. I wasn't listening too much, but I liked what I heard. Nice. And I'm curious of what other stuff he does, but I, I just like it. The song in the very beginning I was just like, eh, it's okay, it's slow. And then just I think the chorus hit and then like the last part of the song came in and I was just like, Oh, I'm all for it. The song's great. Yeah, him when he's singing in that chorus, and oh, he just goes it. light in his voice after the because the beginning he goes high and then he just holds that note in there. Ooh, mm. It's so nice. Yeah, it's oh, fantastic. Like you're saying with the like the mix makes a big difference on this. It sounds so spacious. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like I like the way they recorded it. Yeah. Um, this one reminded me a little bit of Bright Eyes. There were some elements mm. of the melody. Mm-hmm. That uh, reminded me of like Wide Awake, It's Morning era, Bright Eyes, and uh, I, yeah, I I really liked it. Yeah, it I don't good. know if his voice like cracks or something like that, but I just, it's it yeah. did fit, and then it was fantastic. Yeah, 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 I like it. Um, all right, so number four on here, I've got a song by uh, called Rosie by Benjamin Dakota Rogers off of Paint Horse in twenty twenty three, track number eleven, five minutes and forty six seconds. Uh, Benjamin Dakota Rogers wields one of the most distinct, immediate, and truly wild voices with a studied nod of old-time and bluegrass rhythms. His unvarnished sound effectively smashes the barrier between the past and present, delivering songs from a deep well of passion of storytelling. Rogers' lyric sensibility is rare amongst young artists. Um... I inherited my great-grandfather's violin when I was young, so I grew up playing that. Uh, 
so yeah he comes from looks like uh, family musicians uh yeah pretty cool uh i like this guy a lot he does not have a typical voice that would be attractive to me um it's it's a little bit of a coffee shop voice for me yeah. um but i like it with with him um i don't love everything that he does but he has a lot of stuff that i do really really enjoy and i really enjoy this song um yeah it's it's uh, I, I mentioned cat stevens and he has a very like cat stevens tone to his music that which i appreciate um but yeah i like him i like this song rj you get to this one uh so this one like like you said it i didn't think of it but it totally fits a coffee shop vibe yeah um i liked it but there was that kind of like it, it it's okay i do like the lyrics though uh, mm-hmm. the lyrics are great but it was one of those where it's just like it works all together i don't know if i'd go much a deep dive into the rest of it um compared to the other songs that i you know the other ones i did like a lot more but it it, it, it just it, i feel like it's like one of those just like generic voices and you could play this while drinking a cup of coffee yeah generic voices well i said that he, he has a coffee shop voice Mm-hmm. But, I think that sums it up a lot. But it's done in a way that I really like versus like the the Ray La, 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 La Montaigne. La Montaigne. That type yeah. of voice I don't really go for, but I like his version of that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think just because I saw a video of him playing uh, before I heard the song, I had a different uh, idea of him because he looks way different than you'd think. And just the way he's singing, like he's straining to make this voice. Um, this one reminded me of uh, this one was like very folk influence for me, but it reminded me a lot of uh, Damien Rice. Oh yeah, the way that it, he uses oh, like in the uh, chorus melody. for sure. Mm-hmm. The rose and rose, the rose, and rose. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure Damien Rice. Yeah, I got a lot of those vibes. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I like this guy. I haven't listened to much else by him. I've heard a few songs, but not much else. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. All right, and then rounding it off here is my favorite artist on the mix, actually, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I love this dude, and he's probably yeah. the the least known person on here, too, maybe. Yeah. Uh, this song's called Turn Back Time by Aaron Boyd. Uh, this is off Until the End from 2019, track number seven, four minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, born and raised in Kentucky. Uh, he lives in Kentucky. Aaron Boyd is a singer-songwriter and writes from a place only a few with the gift of a second chance can do. Uh, Boyd's songwriting serves as an honest ledger of accounts that rise from the same rich path of earth as the minerals found deep in the Appalachian soil. Uh, Boyd began uh, his passion for music and songwriting uh, after his daughter was born with a new clarity and understanding of priority. So similar to Sturgill Simpson, actually. Yeah. Uh, fast forward a few years, we hear the sobriety brings a stronger, surer voice. So also similar, interesting. Uh, not that Sturgill's like su- not sober, but like he California sober. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like Devin's only had four beers. He's sober enough. Uh, okay. uh, I'm Southern sober. <laughs> uh, so over the, past, over the past few years, Boyd has received coveted invitations to open for songwriters like John R. Miller and Arlo McKinley. So John R. Miller I had on uh, my last um, Welcome to Sad Boy Country 
Uh, John R. Miller was on that, which I love him a lot. And then Arlo McKinley, I I like his Our Vinyl Sessions. I don't really yeah. like the rest of his stuff, but I like his Our Vinyl Sessions. He's good. Yep. Uh, Boyd has shared bills with the Lost Dog Street Bands, Mike mm. and the Moon Pies, mm. Sunday Best, Morgan Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really like this guy. He's got two albums that I've listened to, and I th- he's just getting better. Um, so I think, I don't know why he hasn't broken through anything. I was really glad to find him because he has going into that outlaw country voice of the seventies. He's got that pretty much nailed down in my opinion. Um, I like this song a lot because it starts slow like the other ones. And then it just kicks into that chorus and it's like, boy, let me just, Mm Uh, spark up a doobie yeah. and sit back, you know. Mm-hmm. They keep getting younger and I stay the way <laughs> You know what I love about high school girls? <laughs> they keep getting younger, but I stay the same age. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. I think it's the opposite. Right, I keep on right. getting older and they Yeah, <laughs> they keep getting younger. They're, they're five years old, four years old. You're going the wrong direction. And I'm 56. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, this his style of music is just it's so seventies to me and in such a way that you're not like in your face like uh fucking a Led Zeppelin type band today is, you know. Mm-hmm. This just brings that other side of the seventies, which I really like too. Uh but yeah, RJ, you get to this song. Uh this song was really good at the end. I, I like it how it came together like this. I put in my notes, I don't know how much you guys will be on this, but I I feel like if they changed their style a little bit and were better, Gaslight Anthem could do something like this. Okay. But yeah, they didn't. I, could, I could hear it. I'm close. Sure. I'm and, close on my notes. And yeah. they, they didn't. And I was like, if they did this, I would like, I love the soulfulness of it. I love it. You don't have to do like, you know, whatever they went to nowadays. But I was like, I would have loved them to create something like this. Uh, they have their slower, you know, songs like their acoustic sets like that, but they could have done a stripped down version of this and that would have been fantastic yeah. on one of their first couple albums. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I, I wish Gaslight Anthem introduced a little bit more country, a little bit less rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be the natural progression. But in their era, the, like, I don't think there would be a reason for them to. There's nobody, I mean, unless they were very um, just in tune with what they were doing on their own rather than what other musicians were doing. Like country wasn't big at that time. If they went a country direction, that would be like the downfall of their band, you know, unless they, uh, they could have pulled it off, but yeah, people that t- like, that would be insane for them to do, <laughs> you know, it would have like, been awesome. It would have been awesome. I would have like, been mad back then today. I've been happy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think country I would have even been mad back then. <laughs> and I was listening to like alt country at that time. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Gaslighting at them. You're doing Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Stick with that. Yeah. Then they go into Nebraska era, which is country. Yeah. I mean, he did Horrible Crows. A little, little different side project. Now they just made horrible albums. <laughs> now they just do horrible <laughs> albums, yes. Um, yeah, this one, I got some like 90s alt-rock vibes from this. Mm, I could see in, that. In the chorus, uh, in the way that I think it was the melody and the instruments. I don't remember exactly, but that's what I had in my notes. Um, I did like the song, uh, but it did stand out from the rest of them songs one and five stood out mm-hmm. one stood out for a good reason this one stood out not for a bad reason but just for a different reason yeah 
Um, but I I would like to like see what this guy's all about because uh, once the music like kicked in, I was uh, my interest was peaked. So yeah, in his yeah. second album, he has this lady singer on there a lot, and they're so good together. Mm. Like uh, I'll just play briefly. Now that you're gone I'd rather just move on Than try and appease That's how it goes in Hard times I, yeah, I feel the older country vibes in that one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, his, I want to say like late seventies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. This is his latest album, uh, and mm-hmm. his—he's just getting better as a. I, I think he has, especially hearing that. I think he has potential to be pretty big. I don't know yeah. what the block is so far. So that would be interesting if that style made a comeback, or if, not even a comeback, but if that broke through to semi-mainstream country. Mm, yeah, that more... Yeah. Uh, crap, what's his name? Um, hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Yeah. Um, He's holding it. Hold it. I'm holding it. Hold it. It's getting hard. <laughs> hold it. Uh, where are you? George Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That George Jones laid back mm-hmm. 70s country. Yeah. Yeah, with the duets and the ballads. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I like the duets. I've always liked those. Uh, like Brad Paisley and uh, Alison Krauss was the first one that I heard that caught my interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I, I would like that if that uh, made a comeback. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go. All right. All right. So Devin, I said four, five, one. How'd I do? Um, three, five, two. Oh man, you guys are surprising me with how much yeah. you like three. I was surprised too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Really like the song. Uh, five was my least favorite on the mix. I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah. Um, two, I definitely want to look into more. I nice. like him a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. And RJ said one three four for you. I have a feeling I'm wrong on this one. One two three. One two mm-hmm. three. Three was great. One was fantastic. And two, I just couldn't. I was like, it, it, I like his voice, but it's just kind of there. And I like the four and five because they're there too. But I feel like four and five did a little more f- for me than two did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what Devin likes, you dislike. Okay. Oh yeah, that's usually what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm, okay. We'll see. <laughs> let's rate this and let's get Devin's dumbass next next. It's so good though. You're just gonna be so jealous that I made this. Okay. Uh, I give you four point three out of five. Ooh, a little hater there. A little hater. It's, it's a little good. hater. You know, I have a competing mix this next week, so I'm just Oh, that's why I okay. That's why I was giving a four point three. So literally me, I did enjoy the mix. It was nice because uh, when I first listened to it, it was just background music. And you know, that's what I kind of start to see if there's anything that catches my eye. And it was good. It kind of blend in. It's a nice little, you know, wintertime mix. Love that. Um I definitely will go back to it. I gave you a four point six five. Yeah, so mm. that's the correct score. Yeah, I was like, like well, someone's a little jelly. You get a whole seven days. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lost five pounds this week. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Yeah. He's a jelly donut now. Let's <laughs> hear it. All right, so Mike, you've heard two of these. I'm almost positive. Um, and it's a little mix. Uh, we were talking about authenticity. There's, a, there's authenticity, and then there's a little bit of... Uh, artificiality that i really enjoy so rj saying that he uh, likes the song or he dislikes the songs that i like i'm curious how he's going to feel about this because there's some influences uh songwriting wise that i think he's going to like in this from stuff that you don't like mike hmm. and the title is based on one that rj made a while ago that i forgot the original title of so it's called Hit Me With Some Western Feelings, Country Boy. Hit me with your Western Feelings, Country Boy. It's all gone, my dick. <laughs> um, and I, I forgot how to share this again. They moved the button <laughs> on me. <laughs> new Year, New Devin. No, it's, it, it changed the app. New Year, same retard. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> same retard. I'm going to send this to you individually, right? <laughs> Hopefully I did that right. <laughs> yeah, I think you've heard two of these, Mike. I don't know about the other ones. Uh, I've heard five? For sure four. I don't know about the first one. Uh, I'd have to double check on the first one. but um, Four, five. I'm pretty sure you've heard. And then five, I think well, no, you've I've heard. Seen, I've heard four of the bands. I'm not sure if I've heard all five of them. Okay. Yeah. I have to okay. look at number one again. Uh, number five was almost on the mix I just made. Mm, yeah. 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 He's been floating around a bunch of mixes that we've made. Yeah. I can't remember what song of his I had. Um, I think this is one of his top songs. And I will tell you, first two songs, cover songs. Yeah. Didn't uh, know that. Uh, until I listened to them like 10 times each and then I was like oh shit this is another song that I've never heard before yeah it was Tyro but it's a song it's a good song anyways yeah it's just just take into consideration RJ just take into consideration I think RJ's gonna like this mix more that's all I'm saying and I just I want him to be honest next week like I know, I know it's cool to hate the ginger, okay? But if you like this one more, just 4.66 out of 5 is all I'm asking for. We'll see, RJ. That's all I'm saying. No. I, I think, I'm, saying. I think I'm intrigued. You're, you're not giving RJ enough credit, personally. I like, I like to give RJ all the credit. You know? I, 
So I'm just curious if he's going to pick up on the same feelings that I have about a couple of the songs. And I, so I made this a long time ago. I did kind of a similar thing that you did though, where it was country, they're country songs, but they're also country adjacent and it's splintering off into different directions. The first two definitely are a specific direction that I think RJ would like. Um, and the other ones are a whole different direction. Emo math rock. Well. <laughs> yes, it's all math country, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, it is a little emo country. Devin's you know? ultimate form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I also would like you guys to, uh, for next week, just think about which song made me cry. Because there's one. Yeah, there's two. But which one am I talking about? All right, it's one of them about being gay? Cutting out no. cheese in your diet? No. <laughs> it's deeper than that. <laughs> I cut out cheese in my diet. <laughs> I can't have white cheddar anymore. What am I going to have on my cheeseburger? <laughs> I think I'll just go kill myself. Life ain't worth living without cheese. My mama raised me on cottage cheese. <laughs> she did. <laughs> okay. But it's good. You should try because it. Because my daddy was never there. <laughs> <laughs> he only made microwave meals. Because he didn't know how to cook except barbecue steak. <laughs> so I replaced my dad with cheese. <laughs> my daddy's a stinky cheese man. I made the daddy out of cheddar. <laughs> uh, and that cheddar made a man. <laughs> <laughs>